Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. Here for all your guild drama. That's right, guild drama and build drama, and but and nothing. Guild no drama. No. <laughs> We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun. Damn it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome back to Craft Comics. This is issue number, uh-oh, I don't know. Why'd you start 30, the sentence, man? 31, 32? Yeah. It's one of the two. Yeah. Uh, and, we're, and we're here. Uh, full disclosure, we've been drinking a little bit more um, than, than is typical. Yeah. Uh, to the beginning of this, for the beginning of an episode. We drank a tasty IPA made uh-huh. with what kind of hops? C- it started with an S. Sego. Sego. I don't was know. it Seagull? I have no idea. They were supposed to be uh, distinctly remember yesterday. So I, I bought this yesterday, yeah. uh, poured it out, yeah. had a little sipper, uh-huh. as you do. It's and uh, Dare Mighty Things. Dare Mighty Things. Uh, and they have this, which is a which is a series of hazy New What's England brewery, style IPA. Do you remember? Brewing Project. Uh, oh, yeah. Brewing Project. I think it might be Brewing Project. Yeah, it is. Know. It is. Uh, and it's a series of New England style hazy IPAs yep. uh, that will feature one single variety yeah. of hops. So they have like an Amarillo yeah. Dare yeah. Mighty Things. And this yeah. one is it's not Simcoe. It's like no, Sego it's or Se- Segway or some shit like that. Segway. <laughs> Segway hops. Uh, and the, I took a sip. I was like, it was very good. And I was like, oh, I immediately looked on the can for an addition of coconut. Yeah. There was no coconut. it wasn't there. And then, so I looked up the hop. Sure enough, main flavor profile, coconut and tangerine. Look at this boy's palate. Num num num. Very good. Fucking uh, blowing it. So up. you should check that beer out because it's very interesting. It, yeah, it, it is it, cool. Super strong coconut flavor. Uh, so we drank that, and then we also drank an entire wine bottle's worth of yeah. a cider. Yeah, uh, which wild, was also good. A wild fermented cider, which I hadn't had before actually. Yeah, this I is, thought that was really good. This is up upstream cider out yeah. of Wisconsin. Uh, the apples are Wisconsin grown. Yep. Wild, fer- Wisconsin, wild fermented Wisconsin yeast, Wisconsin yep. bacteria. It's just... You really get the grime. <laughs> yeah, you get the grime and the grunting of the... the oh, yeah. The grime and the grunt, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's like you hear the grunts that they're doing when they're <clears throat> pressing their apples. It's just like... <clears throat> <clears throat> fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> fucking up the Packers again. Cheese. <clears throat> Beer. Swing state. Yep. Yeah, swing state. <laughs> Homophobia. <laughs> yeah. You yep. know, typical Wisconsin. Just things. Wisconsin stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, but we're not drinking those now. We're not. We've, we already drank them. And uh, we'll get to what we're drinking now. We will. But we, we're not there yet. We're not going to get to what we're drinking now, now though. Do you know why, Dan? Why? Because I haven't even introduced, uh, introduced, introduced, introduced the show. Introduced the show yet. You're right. This You're is right. Craft Comics, which is. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, one, I'm sorry. Two, yep. this is a weekly comic book and craft beer podcast when I actually post them. Yep. And where we talk, <laughs> where we talk about craft beer, we we usually pick about two beers and then about six books. Uh, we missed last week, so this is going to be a bit of a bigger show. It was my fault. I was on vacation. It's okay, baby. It's fine. I know. I just want. To, I think. I feel like people want to assume up? that it's you. Yeah. So I want to say that in this rare. Uh-huh occasion yes it's actually my fuck up and not jared's it's so. always your fuck up it's, it's people at home no if you no, if you're listening to this it's it's usually dan i don't know who up. you're trying to uh, dan where do i go <laughs> where do i go i say i say i live in this fucking room this little square right yeah the, i don't i'm leave. just saying like within fuck ups be it oh. absenteeism or just or not, not posting 
uh, usually they're Jerry based. Um, I, you, you know, know what? I don't. I don't like in life and in podcast. I don't know. I don't agree I with that. I would say I don't agree with that for a second. Um, but yeah. So we what we usually do is we talk about we talk about um some books that came out last week. We talk about a couple beers that we sip on. We get a little bit cantankerous. We make some oh, inappropriate good jokes. Use of the word cantankerous. It is cantankerous. Also, so. I love your shirt. By Thank the way. you. It's a uh, people. The people at home can't see it, but it is a kitty cat. Uh, I'll hope, take one for the insta. I'll take one for the insta. It's a very unfortunate, um, what you would say, like sleeve situation going on with it, which is why I which tossed is why this, you have the cardigan. Toss this little cardigan on. What's yeah. the, uh, what's the sleeve situation? It just looks like a, um, not a smock, a muscle shirt, Jarrett. Uh, no, it is sleeve. We'll um, get into muscle shirts. Later we will get into muscle shirts. It is sleeve, but it kind of looks like um, scrub. It just kind of oh, looks okay. like a scrub. It's top. just like poorly cut. Yeah, poorly for for my physique. You know what I mean. I have unnaturally large shoulder, like broad chest. You know, I'm a very handsome man, yeah, and it's very unfortunate yeah. for me. Yep. Um, I but that. I have a broad chest. You know, real real wide shoulders. They have that perfectly. Yep chiseled you know yep. like uh, yep. upside the, down the triangle v, physique. like the dragon ball z look yeah the hercules you know yep. herculean physique uh mm-hmm. and most shirts you know they, they're not cut for people like me they're not cut for they're cut for the average folk as yep. opposed to the uh, the chiseled the adonis, adonis. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Dan. Um yeah so we, we normally talk about beer we normally talk about books uh but before we do either of that normally I kind of ask Dan how he's been, what he's been reading, what he's been yeah. listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hit you with some, uh, Dan, I, I desperately need new music thing. Because I was like, I was listening. Oh, yeah. Do you ever listen to those? No. Sorry. I, figured. <laughs> I, I, I will, though. I will. I will. I promise. I was like jamming out to fucking LSD for the like, like the yeah. tenth time, and I was like, "Okay, this is well more than the tenth time." I listened to that album so many times, so I was like, "I need, I need something new though." Shake yeah. it up, and I was listening to fucking Lemon, you know, the, the nerd, Which one? nerd. Oh, okay, Lemon and fucking Deep Down Body Thirst with Pharrell. Oh, oh so nice. good. But I was just like, I just need, I need something more. Those are some deep cuts. Those are some real good shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Dan, what what do you? I know you finished Sekiro, but have you been uh, jamming out to anything else? I have. So yeah, I beat Sekiro yesterday. That is a good ass game. I was like, uh, a not gag. super into it at first, just because. Weeb souls. Yeah, I'm, well, the whole thing with like those, uh, oh, fuck, what's the name of the studio? It's like never something. No, from software. From software. I never always want to say never soft, and then I'm like, nope, those are the folks who made Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um, but it's never them. Jerry just took a big old swig of that peanut. Well, we'll get to we'll get to what he's spoiler doing. warning spoiler warning, which we Ooh. should. It's good, right? Damn. Oh man, it's spoiler good. warning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy. Um, shit. but yeah, so played Sekiro. Uh, I finally got my fucking game back from Thomas Near Automata. Um, because I've been wanting this to replay that this forever. Cannot continue. <laughs> that is like probably one of my favorite games. I'm curious to think what I'll or to. Uh, yeah, I'm curious what I will think once again. I beat it again. Um, yeah, but like playing it again is like still hitting all of the right notes, and like if anything, I know it's it's like better than the first time I played it because I like the plot of that game is pretty dense sci-fi, and it really does help kind of going back through all of it because it's pretty. There's there's a lot of notes to it. Um, and then I've been doing, oh, been doing some Smash Bros because I brought uh, my Switch on vacation with me last weekend and uh, started playing some Smash Bros. I downloaded yeah. all the DLC characters. I 100%ed the story mode. Ooh, Shadow, um, Light, Light, World of Light. World of Light. Yep, yep. And what else have I been doing? Oh, I've been watching all the Oscar movies because I started torrenting shit again. Yeah, so you are now probably 
a third of the way through uh, The Irishman, right? I finished it. No, come on. No, I did. I, I watched it in like five chunks. I was going to say, Dan, over Dan, has been watching, five days. Dan has been watching five <laughs> minutes of The Irishman every day and he'll finish He'll finish like two years yeah. from now. That was a good ass movie. Yeah? Honestly, yeah, they're, they're all pretty good. That was good. I, also I don't watched... like gangster movies. Yeah. It's just boring. This one's different though because like I, Cause I old. get that. Yeah. Because they're old. Cool. Yeah. I, I mean, you still might not like it, but I appreciate it because I feel like a lot of the Scorsese mob movies, it's like, this is Jimmy and he's a bad boy and he starts <laughs> at the bottom and then he gets to the top and oh boy, he takes the fall when the feds finally come to gap his ass. And uh-huh. it's like, this one is much more, <clears throat> it like, I feel like this one's a lot more personal. It's like, this is the life of a man who had to watch his friends die and kill some of his friends and then grow old in prison. So Wonderful. It's, uh, it, it is like kind of depressing, yeah, but cool. I feel like it's much more personal than a lot of other like mob movies, which I appreciated about it. Hey, my name's Joey Gambino, and yeah. I'm going to snort a bunch of coke. Plus, it was fun seeing like De Niro and Joe Pesci again. And Al Pacino, yeah, I would, like in the same movie. It, that was it almost, fun, man. It almost feels like, okay, I'm like not, a reunion. I'm like not them. cursing them, you know what I mean, or anything oh, like, like that. their last big yeah, hurrah it's like their before last they fucking, go I mean, under. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Joe Pesci. Even uh, fucking Scorsese's old as shit. He could right. die any second. Yeah, and it's just like, it's just like, yeah, I'm glad that, I'm glad this movie exists for people who love this movie, or th- these types of movies, you know what I mean? I, yeah. And, and it's almost like a love letter to the people that, like, grew up watching them, you know, were in their 20s yep. when Goodfellas came out. Yeah. Lord knows, I don't even think we were born yet. Yeah. And it's, it's just like one of the, it's like, it, I'm just. I did like Goodfellas too. I'm but. glad it exists. It's not for me. Yeah, but hey, yeah. I th- I thought it was a really cool tank take tank tank on the gangster genre. Cool. Um, but so far, I would say my top movies out of the ones I've seen like most of the nominees. Your Oscar now. baits. Yeah. Um, and my favorites were Parasite by. Oh, I want to see that movie. That's Bong the one. Ho. That's the one that I really want to see. I yeah. I watched the. Fuck, you should see it. I watched the. Uh, you would love tra- it. The trailer for it, and I was like. Wow, there's yeah. some shots in that. It shit. is definitely the best movie of the year. Uh, I think. Did it win and, it? And uh, Oscars haven't happened yet. Oh, but I'm guessing it'll lose. Uh, because they never even nominate foreign films for best yeah. picture. The fact that this even got nominated for best picture is a miracle. Yeah, they'll be like, they'll be like, we we <coughs> did look how look how diverse. Okay, yeah. now now sit down. Exactly, which is what they always do. If they were fucking smart, which they're not. Uh, they would give it best picture one because it deserves it, but two because it was bi- it would be a big deal to be like the first foreign film to ever actually win a best picture award. Um, <sighs> fuck but, the Oscars! I know, fuck the Oscars. Yeah, seriously, I agree. The Oscars are fucking trash. It's gonna be Scorsese. You know it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do they? Yeah, it does, it, does anybody even have a chance? Like this man is like literally on his deathbed. He's <laughs> he's contracted. He's covered in nettles. And and ticks and yeah, all kinds of pustules, you know. Yeah. Greta like, Gerwig got snubbed. No women this year at the directors. Greta, who's that? Greta Gerwig directed Lady Bird and Little Women. Is hey. her movie from this year? Isn't Lady Bird good? Lady, they're both really good. Really but good? Lady Bird was phenomenal. They, they, there's not a single female director. Nope. In the Oscars. no, nope. Jesus, not one. This is why I don't pay attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like every now and then, like I get someone like you who does. Yeah. And I'm just like I lo- and you're like, yep, not a single woman has yep. been has been nominated. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking dead ass? Ugh, it's fine. 
It's not. I fine, have a compulsion to pay attention to it. Like, like, like I have a compulsion to pay attention to the NFL. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Like it's just like yeah. it's like a fucking. It's like watching a a, a train slowly crash. Yeah. Like you yeah. see the wheel is slipping yeah. off, and it's like you're like ooh ooh ooh, <laughs> and then like the, the wheel's starting to rattle a little bit yeah. on the track, and there's a big ass fucking turn coming up, and you're like, ooh, but you can't stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The That's thing the is with the Oscars, they do nominate good movies. They just always fuck it up like after that point sure and and then yeah there are always some snubs that like but it is kind of a good like guide to see like if i wasn't paying attention what movies are good this year and it's like yeah, yeah it's yeah. useful for sure. that sure but anything else it's complete trash and it is a giant like jack off fest of like hollywood and the nice thing is that you can also like what the what the oscars do is you can look up oscar snubs yeah and then find a list of of all of, of also great better movies probably better movies yeah right? yeah, yeah. Cool. Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler also got snubbed this year. Fuck uh, Adam Sandler. He that guy makes a good movie every ten years. Yeah. Maybe. Well, um, maybe. He he probably didn't even did he make this one? Uh I mean like he didn't like, direct it. He didn't write or direct what, it? No. Could, no. Yeah. So that's the only time an Adam Sandler movie is good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Is when is when they cast him as a lonely drunk alcoholic. Yeah, in this one he was more of like a manic uh Jewish gambler in upstate New York. Okay. Slash diamond peddler um yeah that was a good movie too cool but uh but yeah that's so i think that perfectly encapsulates everything i've been doing the oscars um, now i'm yeah i'm focusing on well that and all the games i've been playing probably gonna focus on near and smash you should focus forward. on me dan focus you on too. me this is my time though uh when street fighter championship edition comes out it's next out now. month no the actual oh the actual thing like the you can buy the upgrade now but it technically the championship edition doesn't come out till february so when that's out, I'll probably... What does that even come with? Uh, I'm guessing it's like the uh, arcade edition where it's like new UI, new whatever. Yeah, so okay. Because like all the balance patch is already hit. You yeah, have all the new that's v- true. You that's have all true. the new V triggers and shit. Yeah. Okay, guys. I'm sorry. guessing it'll just be a new like. We are lapsing into shit. fighting game lingo right now. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just I'm I'm very curious about it. And there's a new character, right? Correct. Seth. Seth will, will come out. Come out um, on that day as well. So watching the internet try to unpack Seth <laughs> is trying. incredible. Is or ab- are they a man or a woman? It's incredible. So, so 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 if you don't know, and of course you don't know. Of course you don't. Because we're the only two people in the entire state of Wisconsin that know. Seth was a man in Street Fighter Four. It was main, the big bad boss. main villain, the Akuma of Street Fighter Four. Yep. in a man's body. Uh, yep. But but Seth is just a, an orb that fits inside of a, a like a host body yeah. vessel, yeah. or whatever. And in this one, it's in a very <laughs> thick woman. Yeah. However, the voice <laughs> is a man's. It's still Seth's voice from Street oh, Fighter is it? Four. Yeah, I didn't know that. So watching the internet wrestle with, with <laughs> trying this to unpack their own gender is like... truly, truly exquisite. <laughs> it is something. It is the most. It's the most bittersweet chocolate. What am I supposed to feel? Chocolate confectionery that just melts on your tongue. Being yeah. like, being like people are like, I want to fuck Seth. Oh wait! Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's so good. It's incredible. Anyway, it's a giant evil, like evil robot that steals powers it doesn't have genitals you don't have to think about it that much i don't think you but know? you can but you can and people do new fetish acquired <laughs> yeah exactly uh so uh, i have been yeah i was just gonna ask oh, Jared. Sorry, sorry i was just gonna ask Please. i say jerry that's a lot about danny mac media and it's time for you to tell me all of the things you need to tell me about the things that you're doing okay gerald yes. has been uh playing some world of warcraft still uh it's fun 
continues to be fun. Love the game. Have you? So you're you were kind of playing it less, and now you're playing it more, or you've been playing all the time, like since forever. Well, since the last, I feel like the, since the last one, <clears throat> the last I expansion. Have really, mm, no, since the last uh, one of these episodes. I oh, have, so yeah. a new patch has 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 arrived. Eight point three. Okay. And it is the end of it's the last patch of of Battle for Azeroth, which is the most recent expansion pack for World of Warcraft. Okay, okay. Uh, they have canceled eight point five. Why? Uh, because because the game's too balanced. Be, well, because Battle for Azeroth is bad, n- not good. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, it, this this whole thing really feels like this expansion has gone out with a whimper. Yeah, as opposed to a bang. So, so the the previous expansion Legion was by far the best world of warcraft expansion ever fucking nostalgia goggle bitches be damned like they 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 wrote entire campaigns like like four hour long story missions about for each class so if you're a warrior you get a completely different experience than a death knight than a demon four hours yeah that's a lot and it's all voice acted there's incredible there's like that's pretty cool and you can get your own like you know unique mount for completing it and stuff and that was legion and that was Legion. Battle for Azeroth did away with all of that, you know, and it, it just, it started Why? out, it started out bad and it just, then they had to dump all of their development instead of like coming out with something cool. Yeah. They had to spend their development resources into fixing the shit that got oh. broken. And then, and then all of a sudden you get this, this final one, which is supposed to be the fucking cherry. You know, you compare 7.3, which had sargeras right the big fucking titan stabbing azeroth with a huge sword everyone's like what the fuck so like the story mode it's the story mode that they release in different patches so so well each patch has yeah it has an arc to it okay and typically has a raid tied to it and the story is tied to the raid so the ending cinematic of legion which would have been 7.3 yeah so you go to the tomb of sargeras kill his ass okay and then he fucking stabs Azeroth, <clears throat> the planet, with his big fucking sword, and a bunch of just shit pours out, yeah. which leads into the next expansion. It was amazing. Everyone is super hyped. That's cool. This one, Old God is Resurrected. You get this 20-second long janky cinematic of your yeah. character going, and then fucking <laughs> Kamehameha-ing it, and then he just disappears, and it's like... All right, Battle for Azeroth's <laughs> over, and it's just like it's like I get it, you know what I mean? I get it. All their efforts now are for the next expansion pack, yeah. Shadowlands, but it's just like uh, you hate to see it yeah. though, and it, it, you do because like Nazoth is their old god, and they've been teasing Nazoth for like a decade. You know what I mean? Like whispering, you know, stuff has been happening in World of Warcraft or like there are zones where all of a sudden you'll walk into and then you'll there's like things will start like yeah. you'll hear in your headphones like whispers and but they won't say anything. You know what I mean? Okay. And then like you'd be like, people would speculate, you know, rampant and then like, oh, if you go back to that place now in this patch, like the whispers are more concrete and you can hear uh... different things that they're saying. It's like they've been building this for a long time and then they just just fucking fizzled it's just so and i get it you know what i mean i do because like i and i'm not i'm not trying to drag the fucking developers of the game through the mud because like activision fired 900 of them last year like wow yeah like of course you know what i mean and most of them are from the qc department so that story shit aside i get it game breaking bugs there's a shit ton of game breaking bugs in 8.3 because they fired fucking 900 people in qc it happens (laughs) you know what i mean like imagine that I, I totally get it. It's just Fuck it's like Activision, dude. Yeah, they seriously, seriously. are, are hell bent on up 
everything. Are hell bent on ruining fucking everything. Yeah. It's insane. Like Destiny. Yep. This. Yep. It's everything. really sad because I've been playing. I've been playing WoW for a long time. Yeah. Like almost longer than half my life at this point you know and like this is possibly and i'm not this isn't hyperbole because i know like video game players are are, are predisposed to hyperbole the worst this is but this is the worst this is quite possibly the worst end patch i have ever played through yeah it is horrendously bad wow there is some really good stuff in there and i'll say like to to their credit uh to the to the developers over there they're doing some really cool shit with like these things called horrific visions which are like almost soulable mini dungeons um they mm. have these like cool like halo skull mechanics where like you can activate like this i have never played something in a game in in world of warcraft that had higher tension than these yeah because like you can push to get higher rewards but if you die you get jack shit uh you know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's like constant sweaties because yeah. you're like oh god Don't am i gonna lose my shit am i am i fucking biting off more than i can chew so it's cool but yeah it's 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 a, it's a bummer it's so a bummer. did activision own uh, Blizzard before the last expansion came out, or no? Yes, they did. Okay, so, and that one was good. Activision, right? yeah, yeah. But they Act- probably acquired it, like maybe. Activision has owned Blizzard for a while now. Yeah. I want to say since Warlords of Draenor, and their their whole thing when they when they acquired Blizzard, they were like, "We're gonna leave Blizzard alone. We're just yeah. buying them because they're a money generator." Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. now this was the now. first time they Bobby Kotick has busted out the wallet. You know what I mean? Mm. And been like, "I don't know. I see little red marks over here. What's what's quality? Yeah. I don't know." Cut that, you know yeah, what I mean? Fucking yeah. sliced it. So fuck Bobby Kotick. Yeah, piece of shit. Fuck anyway, that's my that's my wow minute. Sorry for anyone who had to pay attention to it. I'm honestly shocked that this year's Call of Duty has been that good because that's the other game I've been playing. Oh yeah, I'm on Activision's. I as much as yeah. I'm like oh, fuck Activision, I'm like also like also I spend all my time on. Activision I spend all my games. fucking time and money on Activision games because Call of Duty is really good. So that's uh, that's pretty much where I've been at. I haven't watched much. Just some CW Arrowverse trash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As is as is customary. Um, because yeah, we finished The Witcher. I'm probably gonna binge Sabrina. Oh yeah, I heard this. I hear that the third season is quite good. Yeah, so I heard the second season was not good. Is that true? Uh, you thought it was fine. fine. Yeah. I don't think Sabrina's good. Here's I don't, the thing. Yeah, guys. I don't know like how you can judge like with any of those yeah. CW shows. How do you judge yeah. what's bad well, and Sabrina, what's good? Sabrina's not CW. Uh, yeah, but it, it is, is. It is CW. Yeah. yeah, it's part of the Archieverse. Yeah, it is. C- yeah, as much as it, as much as Netflix tries to pretend. That oh it's god! Like one of their Dude, like more arty. Do you like, think? Do you think Netflix is going to pick up Vampironica? Oh, it's right in that wheelhouse, man. I would, I would devour that. I would we- like Sabrina. I'm like tertiarily interested in, but I'm not ready to commit to the camp. I would commit to the camp for Vampironica. Fuck yeah, man! And if you hit that same kind of Buffy the Va- like season one Buffy the Vampire Slayer notes, yeah. yeah, I'd be into that. I'd be into that. Okay, so Dan, so uh, that's enough about me. Enough about you, and frankly. enough about me. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about the beer that we are rapidly consuming? It's very good. It's just so good. It's been a while. I brought it back because they're my favorite fucking brewery, Untitled Fucking Fart. Here they are again. <laughs> Untitled Fucking Fart. Uh, this is a... So all of their beers are collaborations, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Brewed out of Wanakee, Wisconsin. Wanakee. The only good thing about Wanakee, Wisconsin, I would dare to say. What about Wanakee Remodeling? Uh, <laughs> you know uh, you got me. Wanakee Remodeling. <laughs> How does it go? How does I it... am not like exposed to those commercials. Make so. what was old feel new again. <laughs> 
something like that. God, I hope those are delirious. Wanakee Remodeling, we are open for sponsorship. <laughs> Dude, what if we were? That would be the best podcast sponsorship ever. If I just like had to get lit and fucking <laughs> sing about Wanakee Remodeling. Yeah. Oh, dude, I would love that. Hey, I mean, this is peak demographic. Who listens to podcasts? I would maybe pay for like half the sponsorship. You would pay it? So like... They you would pay would, them? So they, yeah, they, if they would be like, okay, you sponsor us for 25, I'll pay 25 to you. <laughs> that's, not, that's not half, Dan. <laughs> that's the whole thing. You're right. It's the whole thing. All right, yeah. You give us you give us twenty five no, bucks. I'll uh, give you thirty. Wanna key remodeling just pays my Podbean my Podbean <laughs> fucking premium membership. And Jerry has to sing. That's the rules. <laughs> Them's the rules. I would be into that. I'd be um, into that as well. But anyways, so this is an entitled art beer, uh-huh. uh, collaborated with Hidden Springs Ale Works, a very hipster looking logo. Outside of I looked it up. Uh, they're out of I think Jacksonville. They're in Florida for sure. Oh, so. Jackson, Mississippi. No. No. Jacksonville, Mrs. Florida. Yes, I think. I understand. Um, But yeah, this is, it's a peanut butter cup stout and holy fuck, does it taste like it? Am I right, Gary? Yeah, it it tastes, I, uh, it's very good. Yeah, it's real good. You saw me take that big old gulper earlier. We're we're full disclosure, we're drinking out of these tiny little tasters. Yeah. And I pounded the like, <laughs> like the entire one. Yeah, it was really good though. <laughs> I, I, I recommend trying it. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's very peanut butter cuppy. It's like, yeah, I mean, it, Dan, I recommend. You, yes, you taking it all the way to the head with me. Oh, really? Yeah, come on. Uh, okay. He's thinking about it, folks. Twelve like, percent ABV. I was is it? Is it ABV? Is it twelve? Yeah, it's twelve. Fuck it. All right. Bottoms up. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that is so sweet. That's the way to drink it, though, because you get like. Your you senses get, all get the flavors just fucking in your mouth. That's right, Gary. baby. That's right. How's, how do you how do you feel? Are you done? Uh, no, I've got a little bit left. Cool, me too. Let's do it again. I'm just it's, kidding. No, I'm, I said I'm kidding, <laughs> Jarrett. Uh, the, the rest of this is a sipper. I I will say that this beer is phenomenal. Yeah, it peanutty. Tastes, it's very peanutty, yeah. and it doesn't taste like peanut butter. It tastes like. Mm. It tastes like mm. peanut shell smell. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do, do you get that at all? I don't, but... Oh. I... <laughs> I thought you were so on board when you said yeah. I'm following you, though, so maybe now I will. Okay, so... Speaking like, of which, Planters, uh, Mr. Peanut, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Planters, he got real horny, real thirsty he on gave his us Twitter. Like, he gave us like 100 good years, right? He gave us 104 great years yeah. in about... I want to say six months of really good tweets about nutting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because that was yeah. incredible. Good, yeah. good brand. Yep. Yep. Well, well done. Fucking celebrity. No. Can Twitter you imagine? Okay, imagine scenario. You're a, you're the fucking you're a fucking twenty one year old zoomer. <laughs> you fucking failed out of college. Let's fucking kill Mr. Peanut. <laughs> yeah. You're like you're like you you failed out of college after three <laughs> years. You somehow land because your dad knows a guy. Yeah. You fucking somehow land an internship as as fucking planners nuts as social media intern. Massive you ru- coke addiction. You, you run the Twitter. You're high all the time. Yep. And you just go, hey, uh, you're in a boardroom, and you're like, hey, uh, okay, I'm gonna tweet nu- everything about nutting. All of my tweets are gonna be about nutting, and everyone like double takes because n- half the people in the boardroom don't even don't know, know what, what nutting means. means. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's a nut. And uh, the other half that get it are like, 
I don't know uh, if I can speak and, out against this. And he's or? just like, and I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I think he's really going to reach the Zoomers. And you, well, how are you going to argue? he's right. How are you going to argue with the, the, yeah. the, the, the person? We, I assume, and we shouldn't assume, it could be anyone, right? The, the, the genius operating behind the Planners Nuts Twitter account could yeah. be anyone. But based on our scenario of privilege it's, it's a, probably it's a, a yeah. zoomer a male white zoomer a male white zoomer sure yeah, that's who I'm uh, with picturing. like a with like a zip-up hoodie yep yep, yep totally and, and he's just tweeting about everyone else is in suits but he's yep. in the hoodie and he's just tweeting about nutting yeah 24 <laughs> 7 yeah, it's just going off fucking amazing. and then he comes back to the boardroom and he's like all right guys and he's fucking strung out nose bleeding yep very depressed about Sep- his life septum has been deviated for months now. <laughs> And no one will tell him because they're scared to piss him off. And he said, all right, we're going to fucking kill Mr. Peanut. <laughs> Dan fucking, Dan loves it. He loves it, man. Oh, God. What does this have to do with this? Be- oh, it's Peanut. It's, it's, a, it's, peanut. A, it's a peanut butter cup. So ideally, Dan, with a peanut butter cup, you are supposed to have a marriage, right? A blending, if yeah. you will, of nut yeah. in chocolate. And pee. Okay. In chocolate. Okay. No, okay. Not you're pee. right. You're right. You're right. In chocolate. Yep. Do you get any chocolate or you just get I pee? get a lot no. of chocolate. This oh. tastes to me like those uh have you had no. uh, like not no. those like Oh, the artisanal Reese. peanut butter yes. cups? Yes. Yes. Yeah, the ones that aren't as good as Reese's. No, you, they you, actually but the dark chocolate ones. The dark chocolate ones are good. Damn. If the milk I agree with you. I like the dusty not real peanut if i bite into a, a peanut butter cup and i get the like a, a gooey like peanut peanut butter stretch yeah. i'm like i don't know oh no you don't I get wanna, i want a dust no dude you get the dust if you, you get the powder right? yeah. okay okay yeah crystal actually makes really good like dark chocolate peanut butter cups crystal if you're if you're listening to this i would love to sample them yeah and she she makes them uh with... i'll send your man home with a bottle of kombucha oh yeah i'm not going to tonight because we only have two yeah but i will in the but future, at some point, because Jerry's got a big old scoby, but no, the the like dark chocolate ones. You talk about my mother like that. And she she makes them with like protein powder, so it's like a nice oh, little. Oh, it is powder. She she knows she knows that you want the fucking yep. powdery. She knows you want the so, dust, baby. I want that dust. You want that dust. Okay, Dan, you have brewed a peanut butter stout before. Can you I explain have. to me, yes, how you impart the flavor of nut? In, inside of this tasty So here's brew. the thing that all the home brewers, and we've talked recently uh, about the, the secret home that home brewers don't want you to know. No, we've talked recently about like home brewers how they get so like fucking uh, what's the word? Dan is just itching his ribs right now. Oh, <laughs> He's just getting in. The uh, what's the word? <laughs> Where they're superstitious. They're a very superstitious they bunch. Absolutely. And it's such a big community that obviously they don't know science really. No, of course they do not. But they pretend to exactly. Yes, because I feel like brewing kits are in a lot of ways like the adults like Babby's first science kit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, you, it's a culture. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. they teach you the basics. They teach you like measuring ABV, density, like that kind of stuff. They teach you scientific things. Obviously, you don't have the background to really put it all together. And I feel like that's where they come in and make a lot of weird, like outlandish statements. So where I'm going with this is, I've never used like peanuts. Uh, I use peanut powders, which is uh-huh. what's recommended by the uh, homebrewer community. The reason that they recommend that in peanut butter stouts is because uh, they say the oils of 
regular peanuts and any like peanut related products that aren't powdered will kill the head will kill the head and like maybe mess with some other shit i don't actually know the reason why the only thing that oils do in beer is is fuck up the head fuck up the head yeah Mm -hmm. that's what those proteins won't coagulate that's what i thought um so yeah i think they use it for that reason um maybe some others that are made up but for that reason i've used uh yeah peanut like powder and it's used usually which has no oil I mean, not enough because like, okay, you know what? We don't need to get into this right now. I think they get, I mean, they They have to get rid of the oil. They they dab it off. They they have to do something, right? (laughs) They they fucking wipe off the oil. Maybe they like super dehydrated and like whip them or something. I don't fucking know, Yeah, but fat's not going to evaporate, dog. No, it's not. It's going to stay there. But I'm saying that this product is much less oily than peanuts that you would buy anywhere else. Because Maybe it doesn't stick together. It's not like oily. Like you can pick it up and eat it, and you can tell that it's well, not oily. Fun, that's the fun thing about. It. That's the fun thing. I actually, you know what? I have no idea. I, I feel like you can dehydrate an oil though. If you spread it out, if you spread it out enough, maybe? yeah, maybe. I have fucking no idea because like oil is not going to evaporate. Yeah, so it's going to stay there. It's going to condense around whatever little powders you have. All that I've heard is that if you use like peanut butter or that kind of shit. Uh, oh, that's very oily, yeah. Yeah. Then powder. you will like lose head retention and stuff. But if you use the powder, you won't. So I don't know how they get rid of it or not. But uh, it's like. <laughs> what was the thing we fought about? Coffee and uh, pH? Yes. Yeah. Use, yes. Who won that? Um. I stopped reading what you were... You went in like a flurry. You were fucking pissed. And I was like, I don't know, man. I'm just telling you what I Yeah, this read. is what... So, so this, is a, this is the conversation so that... So probably you, but This is I the didn't... conversation that Dan and I were... That Dan referenced is that we were fighting about homebrewers being suspicious. Suspicious. Uh, superstitious. No, yes. Yes. Suspicious. Superstitious. I mean, both probably. And and what it, what it came down to was uh, I've been really into roasting my own coffee beans. Yeah. Uh, and and it was a... It, it was a... Should you add a hot roast roasted coffee versus a cold brewed coffee yeah into into a into a beer for secondary and the homebrew community seems to think and other places no 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 say no 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 no, no. hold yeah. on the homebrew community seems to think that it will mess with the ph okay yeah right and they're basing that off of a study that you are referencing which yeah. says that ho- like hot brewed coffee is more acidic, acidic. right Correct. however an actual real university research thing said it's not more acidic ph wise but it is more acidic in what you can consider to be titratable ph what which the is fuck does that mean so it's it's completely different and i and i understand how it's confusing so so acidity can be measured in in, in two different things two different ways which is ph right okay. which is just basically like the raw the raw ability of that solution to be acidic right if that makes sense yep. okay and then titratable ph means the number of kind of different acids that exist within that solution so oh. so yes hot brewed coffee is more acidic because it's got more different kinds more ty- of acid yes more types of titratable acid in that solution and this is i'm oversimplifying it a bit but but it is distinctly different it is slightly more ph acidic but by 0.2 ish okay uh, not enough to if you're dumping a liter into five but gallons. But it tastes more acidic. It it is it is more acidic on the mouth. Yeah, yeah, in the mouth. Yes, your 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 taste buds can perceive more because there's more 
kind of things hitting it, right? Okay. And from different angles. Um, but it's not going to fuck with the pH. Yeah. Because you're dumping something that's 5 versus something that's 4.8. Right. And you're dumping a liter of it into 5 gallons. So the only thing it could really affect is like... Flavor. Flavor. Yep. If you want a more Which is what you want. Right. Or a less acidic Exactly. Coffee. Exactly. So if you want that bright, juicy, kind of citrusy punch, yeah. you know what I mean? Which is also what makes me fucking laugh. Is like, it's going to fuck up the pH. I'm like, bitch, you will literally dump hops like fucking yeah. <laughs> into into the secondary yeah. and be like oh that's perfect oh but yeah. don't add hot brewed coffee you yeah. add cold brew yeah. because that is going to make a huge difference yeah. so stupid yeah i agree so what you were thinking of making a uh oh yeah so i coffee have brown was it a coffee cream ale remember baby mm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm I think that's going to be really good. Yeah, me too. We do a little bit of lactose, maybe a little yeah. bit of vanilla bean in the secondary yeah. when yeah. we dump yeah. in the coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's some like single origin Ethiopian. I'm going to. But the real question is, how are you going to add the beans, Jerry? Are you going to add them hot, cold, or just dry? Because I tagged you in that post. Did you see that? Mm-mm. I tagged you in a Facebook post where people were talking about. Uh, uh, coffee beans and beer and another option that we didn't consider is just adding the beans dry it, like not even like like not even roasted yeah well no roasted roasted beans but you just pour them into the mash? without making coffee without oh. adding liquid you just take the beans because you're the roasted co- beans you're basically well but do you grind and throw them? them in there do you grind them i mean you can you can because you're basically cold brewing then you don't have to grind them though. You can just throw them in. It's like anything else. Yeah, like any like, other. Additive. Yeah, you just in- increase the surface area though if you grind it. So that's what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm curious about. So like you're you're telling me, and I didn't even I can't even believe that I didn't think of this. But yeah. you're you're basically cold brewing. If yeah. You, if you grind them, cold up, brewing you're cold, your beer. You're cold brewing your fucking yeah. beans in beer. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. What a concept. Yeah. We should try cool. that out. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's so, fucking do it. That sounds good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it with our with our with our coffee cream ale, Dan. The only downside that I can think of, and I still think we should do it. A little bit gritty. Is no, I don't think that, because oh. we'll, we'll put them in a mucilin bag. We'll not like actually add them. Mucilin? Like, yeah, like a fucking Muslin? What? I don't know how to pronounce it. Mucilin? Is how I've heard. But you just, you'd add them to like a bag and the beer flows like a, through Like it. a cheese wedge. Yeah, like cheese cloth or whatever. That's what I was thinking, not sure. wedge. <laughs> <laughs> so you just add them to that, you throw it inside. You don't actually like, you know, the you'll remove that at the I, end. You will? Yeah. Oh. I would. I mean, you don't have to, <laughs> but that's how you add like literally anything else to beer, right? Is like No, you, usually I just pour it in. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. I, I mean, always add it to a bag and then take it out so at the end. Responsible. And like dry hopping and stuff. You do dry hopping, just throw it in. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Which is probably why it clogs so many kids. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I just put them in a bag, let it sit for two weeks, then take the do bag out. Do you reuse out. the bag? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, just wash it. How do you get it out? Is it such a narrow opening at the top of that car boy this is squished down oh i use a plastic oh uh, you're a you're a tub boy you're a yeah. bucket boy yeah, yeah but so also also i've used uh the bag for uh in glass car boys as well and it comes through and just, as long as you don't add as long as you're not dry hopping too much yeah because i've gotten i've had it where i've dry hopped too much and then like had to fucking pull it out of there and, and it's fuck fucking, you just cut it at yeah. that point and yeah but i still go. think we should do it the only downside i could see of doing dry beans is they're not sanitized um, but if it's in the secondary, it's already there's going to be alcohol in it. The alcohol is going to kill whatever. Speaking is on of there. superstitious bullshit, yeah, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? It's kind of wild that we get so worried about beer contamination. We're yeah. when we're dumping a trillion yeast cells into yeast juice. 
and yeah. letting it fucking go. But you, some to get, yeast cells fuck up other yeast cells. To you know get, what I mean? To, yeah, I guess. But to get like a to get like a sour beer, you have to literally like dip your nuts into it. You know what I mean? Like a real sour fucking. <laughs> that's stew. not true. It is. It is true. That's how. <laughs> that's how all sours are made. Uh, the brewers, what they do is when the beer is done, they just just fucking rub their fucking just dirty buttholes and then they're like i don't know what happened bro they won't wipe for a week and this is the this is the thing brewers don't want you to hear but they will like literally not wipe their butts for a week yeah and it'll just be like a caked on like poop you know what i mean and they'll just fucking slosh (laughs) their grind it on there fucking rub it in rub it right Uh, on shake it on up that's why it's sour what do you think what do you think can you argue with me no i can't Absolutely. Uh, I think it's time to move on to some books. We have so many books, and we've already spent fucking forty minutes on so many books. Bullshit. So little times. They're not. Uh, we we are not organized because uh, we've been drinking, and it's okay. You know, it's what I mean? okay. Every Sometimes then, you want to have an episode like that. You want a slopsy one. You want. You know what, Dan? What? what? We're what? gonna start with Archie what? comics. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Marvel. Fuck, fuck Marvel. DC. The real shit that's coming out in the comic book universe today. Everyone knows. The Archie realest Archie. shit is Archie. Dan, I have one question for you. What is it? Who <laughs> is Katie is Keen? Keen? No idea. Can you, you can't answer the question? Uh, so okay, so Katie Keen. This is Archie and Katie Keen, number one number of four, one. written by Tamaki. Oh, I'll, I'll just read it. I'll, yeah. I'll say created yep. by Tamaki Panetta Braga Herms and Morelli. Yeah, do with that as you will. Yeah. So Katie Keen, we looked it up because. The ad campaign for this is like, who is Katie Keen? And we're like, we don't know. Why are you asking us? Who is Katie Keen? Only boomers will know. So we, yeah, we looked her up, and apparently she is like an Archie verse person of uh, of yore. And uh, she was a model. She was a model slash musician, and she's back in the game, baby. They're reintroducing her in the new Archie comics. Um, and she's got a sister named Sis. And she's got a sister named Sis, and they have a band together. And they blew up Archie at his open mic because he, fucking he's Archie. A fucking oh, dude, this was so good. Actually, I, you like this? I hope they. Well, okay. The thing is, I hope they Please. realized how pathetic Archie was with bringing his sad ass acoustic guitar <laughs> and his like good white boy looks to some fucking bullshit open mic kind of thing. And I'm he like, really played his it. song. He's like, I'm gonna make it. And Sabrina's like of course you will honey and she kissed him on the cheek and then she's uh, like i'll remember your performance yeah he's like everyone forgets me and it's like yeah dude it's because you suck because you're milk toast archie you have no band you are a jock with a acoustic guitar playing what i can only imagine is like terrible terrible like nickelback adjacent music i feel like it's more adjacent to like boney bear he's like hitting some like soft fucking like jason mraz white boy tones where uh, he's just like no i'm th- i'm picturing like nickelback like the people who do a acu- who are super into acoustic versions of new metal that's what i'm picturing oh wow you really hate archie man. <laughs> goodness. i hate like yeah i hate like that type of person with an acoustic guitar. That's okay. what I fucking hate. Let me just try to sum up the plot of this. So the first third of this is you're getting you're getting this kind of like um I wanna say secondhand people talking about Katie Keen. Yeah. There's a new girl in River Riverwood. Riverdale. 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 And there and never is because everyone knows everyone in Riverdale. Everyone knows everyone in Riverdale. And Jughead is writing this little... Um, so Jughead is the kind of narrator for the first half of this. Uh, and he's writing this little article about this new girl who showed up. And then there's nobody new ever in Riverdale 
who is this? Uh, she's like a model on she's Instagram. A she's a fashionista. And apparently she can sing. And in the meantime, like Sabrina is kind of low-key, like a little bit obsessed. I, what, what I loved about this, you brought this up. So Sabrina's kind of like being like, oh, it's okay, Archie. You know, of yeah. course. You know, you. I thought you were greater than yeah. she was, you know, kind of thing. But like while Archie was practicing, Sabrina was looking up pictures of this yeah. girl on Instagram. <laughs> it's fucking, I don't know. It's fucking, it's it's amazing to me archie i was telling dan i was like archie is literally the worst character in the archie yeah. universe and it, it's it's weird because it's like about him yeah but like fuck him dude yeah i want to know he about sucks. he he's somehow dating sabrina with like who's interested with betty and veronica yep and then also now this is i'm like i want to read a comic about the, the, those four yeah fuck archie maybe jughead can come maybe in every jughead, now and then yeah. for some comic relief you know uh-huh. what i mean maybe some dilton we'll get to dilton yeah. and vampiron i love dilton dude dilton can fuck love yeah. me love me some dilton yeah for you know sure I mean? absolutely but, but not Ar- archie archie's no. boring as shit yeah he's boring he's just like the guy it's like whenever you imagine in old comics the guy it's archie yeah uh, so you get you, so she he's gonna go to some open mic night. She shows up. Everyone loves her way more, obviously, because she's probably got like a modicum of talent and a modicum of personality. Yep. Uh, she Betty and Veronica are like, oh, I love you. Sabrina's like, I love you, kind of thing. And yeah. and so she makes them all outfits, and yeah. then they go roller skating <laughs> go together roller skating. in the weirdest, horniest little double page spread. Yeah. Uh, she made she literally made Veronica like. Like a garter belt attachment thing. Oh, you're right. It's just horny, man. Yeah, it's and horny. so so they go they go skating around. Uh, and then, I don't know what. So then all the boys are are left watching this Instagram feed of all their girls on a roller skating thing together, yep. and they're all wondering if there's room enough in Riverdale for another super. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It's goofy. It, it is goofy, and it is very weird when they all went roller skating together i'm I like i don't know what's going on but it, it's fine yeah. yeah yeah some yeah what is it and, and then she's like wow <laughs> i remember she because she shows up in in that outfit right that weird little outfit she made she's like oh it's so cool i can't believe she made that and she's like well girls i made three more <laughs> and they're like oh my just god just whipped them up just whipped up these like fashion trendy outfits but she made them and, for like, them for yeah, some reason for them last night yeah for some reason because they just met last night and, and it then, showed like pictures of her at her sewing machine and, making them and then my favorite part is she says well girls do you know how to roller skate? And then they fucking go roller skating. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Great. Yep. I agree. All right. Let's finish up. Let's finish up um, the Archie verse uh, with Vampironica New Blood, number two of four. This is created by Thierry, Marecki, Mock, Lowridge, and Morelli with one Greg Smallwood doing the cover. Oh. Uh, Greg, full, uh, I said full disclosure a lot today. Um, yeah, you did. So. Greg Smallwood did the art for the original Vampironica series, and it, it was incredible. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So to see him doing a cover for this, he does these things with pastels, charcoal kind of. You get that kind of like you know how to be like how how when people draw with charcoal, it fragments, and you get these little yeah. speckles. Yeah, he does that with with. Oh, yeah. it's fucking amazing. He's I'm, so good. I'm obsessed with his art. It's yeah, it is kind of sad to like remember when he did entire comics and then i can't like, believe he did entire interiors. open it up and and then like it's still it's not bad still good it's still good i would say this is better art than archie and katie keen yeah but the, it's not yeah it's not like small it it's not small wood art yeah and he even couldn't keep up with it remember because like yeah because they would take to, like a month in between comics and or then whatever. eventually eventually 
they just yeah, they stopped the last it. two yeah. the last two issues weren't even him anymore i mean i can't imagine he's obviously a perfectionist and he obviously has to take so much i still time can't believe he everything. did four issues yeah. can you believe the that? fact that we got that is a miracle it, yeah. it, it truly it truly truly is so this is uh vampironica um I always want to call her Vampirella, but she's not Vampirella. Veronica oh, yes. is a vampire. Yep. Uh, she was bit by, I don't know, something in the early days. Uh, and now she's fighting. She's a good vampire, though. She's fighting the vampire threat that is that is starting to overrun Riverdale, basically. And um, her uh, parents in the last issue. Her dad's a vampire. Right? Oh, but not her mom? Not her mom. Okay, okay. Yeah, in the last issue, it was revealed that her dad is a vampire also. So, so this one sees um, Veronica interacting with uh, an edgy teen boy named Fang. Yeah, and we find out how Fang was infected, and it was by his next door neighbor, who's a sweet blonde prep boy yeah. who got bullied too much one day and bit him. Yeah, so he's responsible for the monster that he created. And so they attacked Veronica last issue, and uh, wait, what is his name? the the, the blonde guy? boy yeah oh, dilton dilton right yeah not not the blonde one though oh okay dilton's the black-haired one that's like oh shucks ronnie that's, that's oh that's, okay i okay. fucking love dilton man um so so we okay full full disclosure man yeah you have to you have to tell the people when you said dilton can fuck were you thinking about the white prep, i was thinking about the, the white yeah. the blonde-haired prep boy yeah yeah i'm ashamed of you that's not dilton that's dilton not has dilton. glasses that guy doesn't have glasses dilton can also fuck yeah dilton can also fuck okay, for cool. sure continue um but so the blonde prep school guy commissioner gordon <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> in the last issue uh, a bunch of vampires ambushed vampironica and he came out as a vampire and he's and he like beat them all back with her and uh, now they go and discover that uh, all of the weird vampire secrets that v- v- Vampironica's dad held in her basement, right? Yeah, and they find a human brain. Um, yep. They find they find the, the, the journal of Sir Francis Lodge, which is her dad. And then and then we get an ominous scene where a phone is ringing, and a very Nosferatu like hand yep. picks up the the fucking the fucking landline phone. Yeah. Okay, boomer. And they answer, <laughs> and they go, "Ooh, absolutely." Absolutely execute order number 66 <laughs> you know what I mean? and it's, yeah. just, it's fine but then uh, at the very end we see that the the blonde haired boy who has disappeared um yeah who's really dumb i guess he talks like you was right boss she's back in this world you know he's like talks <laughs> like he's a fucking jersey boy because uh, he's stupid yeah. i think that's the i thing. think that's what you're supposed to read but he's he's the uh yeah he's the he's the he's the old heel yeah um, so, so yeah, it's fine. This is fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's like the only thing so I wish stupid. I'm so sick of like whenever there are vampires in teenage shit, they're always like Molgoths. And I wish that they would just make them not Molgoths. Well, Vampironica's not Molgoth. She's not, but all of the bad guys in this are Yeah, because they're bad. Right? Of course. Yeah, but like can't you just like not do that though? But look at her in the next one. She's in like a little Letterman jacket and a little dress. Oh yeah, I have no problems with uh, her character. Design. I mean, clearly Veronica knows her way around, like not dressing like a Molgoth. She does have the gloves though. She's, yeah, she does. She, she's thinking about it, but she's, that's fine. She's flirting with Molgoth. Yep, yep. Yeah. And that's where you want to be. Yeah, you. I don't f- want you in the full Molgoth territory, which is where all these villains are. You know, I just want them yeah. like pulled back a bit, make them seem like a little bit more like high school students and not how 
like people in the 80s imagine high school students. Ooh, and we're going to fucking unpack some Gen oh, X we're shit later. Unpack some Gen That's X a spoiler shit. warning, and I should have spoiler warninged earlier, but I didn't. Um, so, no one who listens to this podcast it's fine. reads comics anyways. Dan, the one last thing that I want to say is that Betty and Archie yeah. and Jughead yeah. got into some trouble here. Remember, because they were spying on the vampire squad. The vampire squad spotted them. Oh, so nope, I don't remember. That happened. Okay. So they witnessed uh, Veronica's dad showing up and being yep. like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were not to harm my daughter. Yep, yep I remember and that. And if you harm my daughter, yep. I will smite you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, Commissioner Gordon showed up at the end. He's the big bad vampire. And then, of course, Archie, his dumb fucking lunkhead fell, yeah. and then, thunk, something happened. And so now the vampires have turned to Betty, who's the only one I care about. Yep. Jughead maybe, but uh, yeah, maybe. kill Archie. Fine. Kill Archie. If Archie kill died, him in the main line, honestly. Honestly, like kill him in the lore. Yeah. Kill Earth six one six. Yeah. Archie's dead now. Archie's dead now. Dude, that would be sick. That'd be sick. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the end of Archieverse. Yeah. Uh, we're a little sloppy, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit. That's fine. It's. I think. I think this is what the people come for. I think this is what the people pay our Patreon to see. We have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. <laughs> I, if, if we run the, if we run the analytics on our Patreon, it is probably like a it's probably like a negative amount at this point because I like, don't think you've actually like posted it anywhere. Like I know it exists on the Patreon website, but you've never promoted it, and I know that's by design because we don't want to beg for cash when we're fucking middle like middle class. I don't. White guys, we don't need it. Like I'm okay. No. I'm okay running the show at a loss. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's fun. Yeah. So it's like fuck it. You know it's what like I mean? But else. also, if you want to throw some money to us, we do. <laughs> patreon apparently I I, apparently allegedly i don't but please don't because i don't want to do the taxes on that you know what i mean like all of a sudden we have this income i think if it's under like a thousand dollars you don't even have to do it though so you oh, know really? what donate gonna donate ask. up to a thousand dollars it's like i didn't even think about that yeah donate up to a thousand dollars you shills <laughs> you assholes all right we're gonna be right back uh we're gonna grab another beer we're probably gonna do three beers today yeah probably and gonna get a little shitty because yeah. we've drank some ahead of time yeah Danny's gonna be at Jerry's for for a while yet. Do 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 And we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh oh, Dan, have you? Oh, just kidding. Hello. I thought he poured me. I got ex- I got so excited. I was like, Dan, did you pour me a beer? No, I didn't. He just had a little bit of his chocolate peanut butter stout left over. But this is not a chocolate peanut butter stout. What is it, Dan? This is Neon Nebula Hazy Double IPA. We're going meme beers this week. So we got the, the meme stout, and then we've got the meme IPA. What what makes this a meme IPA? I think just the fact that it's a double. It's a like double hazy? they're already taking something trendy, and it's like, we're going to take it to the next level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the reason I got it... Um, hey, you know why you love... You love New England IPAs because they're low ABV and they're juicy. Yeah. We're going to fucking completely miss the point. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Um, but the reason I'm getting this, there are two reasons. One is I think we don't uh, get local breweries often enough, like local to our city. And this like one, Untitled Art from out of Wanakee, Wisconsin. Uh, exactly. Remodeling. So this is actually out of Madison, Wisconsin. Um, and uh, out of Ailes Island. Uh-huh. And Alisam is a brewery, and we talk about occasionally, and we think they're fine, but not great. Am I correct? 
Yeah, they have one of the greatest bartenders ever mm-hmm. uh, because he's very good at magic. Yeah. But yes, as opposed their their beers are very early, like late 2000s. Yeah. 2007, 8, 9 kind of like, wow, we're going to take hops and we're going to put them in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tend to really like, I, I feel like them the way I feel like about uh, New Glarus. I feel like they have really good specialty beers and their mainstays are kind of meh. Meh. Yeah. They um, they do have good Belgians though. I will say that like um okay. if you want to get like a nice Belgian yeast profile mm-hmm. that that uh that uh, Ale Asylum can do that for you. Cool. So the reason I got this one, me and Lisa Moses like a year or two ago were at Ale Asylum and got a probably last year and got a hazy double IPA and it was that. fucking incredible. Um, so I feel like Ala Salm knows how to do the hazy doubles. Yeah, this is pretty good. I like having the hazy doubles. Yeah, I think this one's pretty good. I'd say it's probably not as good as the one that I had that night because it was, yeah, it was more of a specialty. It was a little, maybe a little more hazy, but I think this is pretty good so far. Yeah, it's nice and juicy. It has everything that I want from a, from a hazy IPA. I feel like it's got a little vanilla in it, like a little vanilla added maybe. I don't really get that, but maybe my, my tongue <clears> is still, I just chased that last little bit of peanut butter stout. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's entirely possible I'm fucking that up. I don't get vanilla, but I do get. You get the haze. You get the citrus. Citrus is definitely. Yep. It's not like the one that we drank earlier, where you get that coconut, that weird coconutty. Like yep. I, I get nothing weird from this. I just no, get me neither. Pure, like yep. citra, probably hops. Yeah, Amarillo hops, maybe Mango, maybe. Yeah, um, but it's good. I like it. Yeah, me too. I did just burp up, and this confirmed my suspicion. I burped up some of. Uh, uh, that peanut butter stout. Oh, perfect. It's mixing right now. Nice. It's actually not It's bad. just gestating in your digestive system. And soon it will burst out like the alien. Yep. In alien. Yep. Because Jerry cannot digest beer. Nope. Uh, he's just doing it this episode so that uh, I can watch him die, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Figure it out. You kind of lost that one. Yeah. It's okay. It's we okay. won't talk about it. Well, then we won't talk about how but, you can't digest beer. But what we will talk about. Do we want to finish this beer? I don't know. Uh, have we said everything that needs to be said? I think I've said everything that needs yeah, to be we, said. Yeah, we cover these New England IPAs, these hazy IPAs so many times that it's like... Yeah, it's like... But if you're a first-time listener, yeah, they're juicy, they're hoppy, but they're not bitter. They're not Correct. the bitter side of the hop. They're the, the, they're all the nice kind of... Yeah. Num, 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 they're like you know the I mean? nice, soft, little, like... They're oh. the more... The, the more cozy pillowy like. yep you you nestle your little noggin down you're going to sleep yeah it's you're, not like the zombie dusts no, or whatever where, where of the world kicking you where in they're the like, dick yeah they're kicking you in the dick and you're asking for it and you're like yeah please daddy daddy yep, yep yep so this is a lot more like okay so you've had your dick kicked it's time to go to bed it's time to go to bed it's, let's just shh, shh. we'll get nice and cozy just wrap you up in a nice big hot blanket and uh just not, of, like, why don't you nestle your little head down we'll rub little, some some oranges yeah, i was gonna say this little pillow this little pillow that we made out of orange peels yeah just some like it's so comfy. fuzzy orange peels like fuzzy yeah orange. and they're and they're all tipped upside down so that the curve is on the yeah, on the top side and you, yeah. you rest your head down you and it squishes it squishes down you know because yeah. it's, it's there for you you yep, know what i mean exactly um but yeah i like this, this and uh ale asylum i actually like as a place too it's like as a venue it's awesome mm-hmm. i really like the restaurant their food is pretty good um the space is incredible uh, and their beer is pretty decent, I would say. Yeah, uh, not overall, bad. not bad. They yeah. have, they, they. I like their specialties. Their mainstays are for like, yeah, your fucking Gen Xers now. They're like, they're like, I want IPA. 
Because IPA is better than that trash beer. And you're like, well, how about you try something... IPA is better than Miller Lite. How about, you, how about you try something new? And they're like, no! IPA is better than Miller Lite. I don't like sours. I don't want any glitter in my fucking yeah. beer. I want my beer. I want my beer. I'm going to drink a fucking beer. Yeah, so that's... Uh, what, what's that's Gen beer? Xers. Yeah, that's Gen Xers. And that's Neon Nebula. A hazy double IPA by Ale Asylum yeah. out of Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll be drinking this. It also comes in a six-pack, which is kind of nice. How refreshing. Yeah. A six-pack of 12-ounce cans? Yeah. Is that even okay, Boomer? <laughs> we only drink 16-ounce four-packs. Yep, exactly. In this town. In Dan, this Madison. Next up on the comic book selection. What is next? We have Marvel Comics. Wow. Capcom Fighters. Wow. Marvel Presents. Wow. Jessica Jones Blind Spot. Number one. Nice. This is written by Kelly Thompson with art and colors. I'm assuming there's only two names on, on this, actually. Oh, really? Art, colors, probably not letters, but probably, probably art not, no. art and colors they by Mattia de Uilis. Uilis. I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I did my best. I actually did my best. No, that was... Now, let, me, let me see the spelling. Uh... Yeah, that sounds right. That's my. That's not. That's not Elise? even like my. Yeah, that's Dem- not even my like asshole best. It's Dem- my Elise? my honestly trying to get my white boy tongue. Yeah. To say it. Uh. So this opens up. Cold opens. Love this. Jessica Jones is in some chains. Hot in the <laughs> Captain Marvel costume. Hot, <laughs> and she's complaining about couldn't you Being have at least in the, yeah um, could you could you have at least put me in my jewel costume? And then they're like, uh, you know, I didn't have to do this or blah blah blah. Or this isn't my choice. And you say, yeah. okay, fun. That's really fun because yeah. when I get out of these chains, I'm I'm not going to be responsible for what I do either. Yeah. which is cool. So that's now, and then it flashes back to. A quite lovely little scene with her and Luke Cage um, walking their walking their daughter together. Yeah, I didn't know they had a kid. Yeah, in the Marvel comics they do, but they do. Yep, um, I like it. I, it's great. It's honestly. great. Yeah, so they're walking their daughter together. Luke Cage is complaining about some kids like yeah. not knowing how to play basketball. I loved this scene. Yeah, it's like it's good. like the perfect. It's it's a very good, like well written relationship scene. Yeah, where he's like, I, he's and she's like, oh my god, she's like, like rolling her eyes. Yeah, like you don't need to teach these fucking eight year olds how to play basketball. And he's he's like, like, oh, but they're so bad. Let me <laughs> teach them. Let me I teach need them. I need to teach them. And she's like, okay, well I'll be here, kind of yeah. thing. And so then she stumbles into her office where there is a, a body of a dead woman. Immediately police officers show up and she's like okay this is a setup kind of thing yep she doesn't get time to look and the at, fucking pigs start interrogating yep her. she doesn't get the time to look at who the dead body is uh and then they immediately start interrogating her they show her a picture of the victim and she realizes who she is and they think of course that they, they yeah. it's so dumb it's they're so, so st- dumb they're, they're so, yeah, they're so stupid, stupid because they're like ha here's a face and then and she's surprised yeah by the and face like, and then oh, they're like shit i do know that and guy. they're like haha i knew that you knew who they were yeah. but then it's like then you automatically should know that she didn't fucking yeah. kill her you know but what here's I mean? the thing i i I did really like this scene though like even though obviously the cops are written as assholes like do you think they, they, they should have but did, did kelly thompson write them to know that she didn't kill them because i did notice that their tenor their entire conversation shifted after she recognized her to being uh, like how do you recognize her kind of instead of being like why'd you kill her i think what i got out of it was that they didn't care whether she whether killed, she killed her, her or not, not. Yeah, okay. they were just trying to do to close the case or whatever to stick it to her it something. was very clear that kelly thompson does not have a great view of police by this issue i would say 
Um, but I thought it was a really well written part because yeah, you're you're right that like they're super irritating assholes and yeah. they're just like, oh, we know you did it, we know you did it. No, you can't have a lawyer yet. And yeah. she's like, but I feel like they do a good job of make like giving her control over the situation yeah. where she kind of ends up not really interrogating them, but she ends up getting more information than she gives yeah. out yeah. of this interchange. Yeah. And I thought that was really well done. And it's actually. It's super fucked up because I've I've listened to some I've listened to some podcasts. Oh, <laughs> ladies, listen to some. Podcasts, I've listened to some podcasts. Ladies watch and out, watch out. I've listened to some podcasts about police interrogation tactics, and that shit is fucked. Oh, it's totally fucked. They will literally like deprive you of sleep and yeah. food for for like days. days, yeah, and then be like, "So why'd you kill her?" You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you'd be like, I, I guess I just, you know, I, I, I'm fucking, I'm starving. Say what you will about making a murderer on Netflix. That shit did expose how scummy police interrogation. And that's in a are. small town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that shit is fuck. That just proves how much it permeates. Yeah. Right. Because there's no way a small town has had to use that tactic, mm-hmm. but they knew. Yeah instinctually how mm-hmm. to do it you know what yeah. i mean it's fucking and the only crazy. reason that jessica jones got out of that in this situation is because she has a mother like, fucking matt murdoch she has a motherfucking lawyer named motherfucking matt murdoch Blech. i would I, I told dan when matt murdoch showed up i was like kelly thompson please yeah write my luke cage my yeah. fucking iron yeah. fist yeah. my yeah. matt yeah. murdoch my defenders i, I want, I, want my defenders. I, I i literally want i i want kelly thompson to write maybe jessica jones and the defenders and then have like chip zadarsky who is currently yep. doing daredevil yep and then have i don't i don't know donny cates maybe doing yeah this is a fucking wet dream scenario yep. donny cates doing fucking Iron Fist, because he can do some weird sure. shit with like lore people don't yeah. care about. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, who's gonna do Luke Cage? That's a good question. Who's the guy who's doing? Um, who's the guy who's doing Captain America? Um, fuck. I He's don't a know. novelist. He's very smart. I don't He's know. way smarter than us. I don't know. Sorry. That somebody smart. Somebody smart. Somebody smart and probably not white to do Luke Cage. Oh, how about uh? Oh, so. Here's the thing. I read a book about race by Ta-Nehisi Coates. That's him. Yeah. Ta-Nehisi Coates is the guy he who's doing- He should do, yeah. That's, it's Captain America. Ta-Nehisi Coates is writing Captain America. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? Okay. Yeah. yeah so Ta-Nehisi Coates should do Luke Cage. Yeah. Fucking make that. I think that'd be good. Unless be it's good. A, unless it's horrible of me to say that. Ta-Nehisi, to pigeonhole Ta-Nehisi uh, yeah, Coates okay. is writing black characters. You know That's what? what I was thinking too. I'm and like, you know I don't know. You know what, everybody? If I'm wrong on that- let me know. But he would do it best. Can he would do it. Argue? And he would and he would and he would do the the character best and the voice the best, right? right? Like, like I don't obviously know. he can do anything, but yeah, yeah. He, I mean he's running Captain America probably. Uh, so like we Dan and I read Captain America every now and then. We don't talk about it too much cuz like it's not that good. Exciting. Well, know. it's not it's good, but it's not like I don't know. We like to talk about stuff that's like new yeah. because we don't want to well, talk about We also haven't read shit. Captain America in a while. A couple months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we haven't talked about it in like six. It's been a yeah. long time. So like we, we read our boys. We talked about our boys, that issue. Yep. And, then, and we read after that. And that was good. And we did read a few issues after that, yep. but we didn't talk about them. But they were pretty good. You didn't talk about our boys, Dan. We didn't talk about our boys. But I did recently read um, Between the, the World and Me, which was uh, written by him, which is a short novel. And it was very good. Yes. So... That being said, let's get back to Jessica that being, Jones. That being said, so they show her a picture of this woman named Dia, and I, uh, 
this gets into like I, I hate fucking women being murdered as a plot device as a trope yeah and it, it, it and i trust kelly because kelly thompson right like yeah obviously knows what the fuck she's doing but it's like man so we're starting this story off with a, a dead woman like mm-hmm. so many of these start and i hope i hope it's better than that but so so we get a, we get a flash I think it is yeah it, we should we get a flashback to when she was alive in jessica jones office um talking about her boyfriend jared yeah weird by the way <laughs> however uh and she's talking about her boyfriend jared and he doesn't hit her but she does notice a, a bruise around her neck but and she, he's emotional abu- emotionally, emotionally abusive, abusive and she thinks that he's cheating on her yep and and basically jessica jones is like you know i can help you but i don't think i can help you yeah and i think i can like stalk because this she's guy. not willing to go to the police right. the woman right and jessica jones doesn't want to push her that way i thought it was i thought the way that she handled this was it handled, very intelligent yeah it was it was handled well and and then there's the guilt, right? Because now yeah. she ended up dead, and so Jessica Jones feels this responsibility. Like, did yeah. I not press her hard enough? Did I not push her, or did right. I not do? Did I not listen? Because she was careful her? not to press her during that. To like, yeah. Because she mentioned the police. She's like, well, you could go to the police, and she's like, I'm not going to the police. I'm not going to the police. And yep. she's like, okay, I don't want to pressure you to go to the police. I will find out if he's cheating on you. But that's it. But I don't think that's going to solve your problem because right. you're still not really willing to leave the situation probably like even with this it's not going to convince you to leave the situation it's still going to be like the same kind of scummy abusing tactics that he's always used so back yeah so jessica goes um back to her office where this woman was her body was found uh and then starts uh, it's fucking fucked up if you think about it she's sitting there like researching this woman's death like feet away from where she was murdered yeah and then um, falls asleep, wakes up, um, hears something, thinks it might be Luke, goes and checks it out. She can't find anything. The very last few panels of this is a gun being drawn, her being shot in the back of the head, her body lying in the exact same like dead position as the yeah. woman who was killed. And then the last panel is her with a bullet hole through her forehead and the person saying like, her being Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones was shot in the fucking head at the end of this. Through her fucking dome. Yep. And the last line is not so powerful now, are ya? Yeah. So we we assume that she's, I mean, she's obviously fine, right? Because this opens up with her in some kind of. Yeah. And by the uh, picture of the next issue's cover, you mentioned that uh, Dr. Strange like it oh, shows, yeah. it shows her being, shit going on, yeah, man. it shows her like being in a Doctor Strange portal or something like that, right? Yeah, it is. It's literally his yeah. hands opening up a portal and, and Jessica yep. Jones' face. So I know that she can, re- she can regenerate. Right? I don't think so, actually. Really? So she's I think she's presumably just super strong. fucking dead. Yeah. In this, okay. Yeah, because right. uh, my understanding, and this is entirely based off of the Netflix series. The Netflix original. Oh. Can we just give a big old fucking shout, shout out, out to, to the Kristen, Netflix? Yeah. yeah, to Kristen Ritter, who does... Is that her name? Yep, Kristen, Kristen Ritter. Who does the fucking best, most convincing Jessica Jones. Like, oh, she was... She did flawless ev- casting. everything flawless. that they could have asked for with that casting. Same with uh, Matt Murdock as Daredevil yep. and Vincent D'Onofrio. Matt Murdock as Daredevil. <laughs> Charlie Cox as Daredevil <laughs> and, and Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Hey. All hey. ten out of ten casting. Say say his oh, name. Oh, and David Tennant as Purple Man. And who's Luke Cage? Luke Cage's actor was actually very good as well. Yeah, he was pretty okay. I thought he was great. I thought he was. I thought he was fine. 
Say his name. Say Danny I don't Rand's know. name. Oh God. Say and perfect, the immortal Iron Fist. The Danny perfect Rand. casting of Danny <laughs> Rand. No, no, yes, no. Yes. Him and uh, I'm no. I specifically left them yes. out of this. Luke Cage and Danny Rand were the best part of the. The perfect movie. casting only extends to Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Kingpin. That's all. And Kilgrave. And Kilgrave. Correct. David Tennant as Kilgrave was fucked up so good fucked up i was like watching him being like i love you david Tennant. you're such a nice man yeah oh i do not like you right now (laughs) i do not like you right now. oh david Tennant, why but i mean like to be fair like god you got to be a good actor because like he's such a good person like a good human he comes off so friendly that it's got to be fucked up for him to assume such a nasty role yeah and what's what's a part of kilgrave though is he and what makes it fucked up for David Tennant is he is a very like charming man. Yeah, he's a yeah. very charming man, but his intentions are so pure. Yep. But he takes himself. Yeah. Which is this charming man and just twists, twists it, it, twists it in on itself. Yeah. To be like, what happens if you were this very charming man who just had the worst yeah. intentions and hated yeah. people yeah. and would manipulate? And it's like. You can see that he's drawing from very real things in him. Yeah, it's like totally fucked up. Yeah, I but agree. like, man, it's good. I yeah, I couldn't really bring myself Him's, to watch the last two seasons after Him's, he left. Well, but. he actually does show up in season two and like yeah, and flashbacks. But it whatever. works though. It yeah. does work. Whenever like all of a sudden like you'll be like you haven't seen him for like five episodes yeah. and all of a sudden you see a fucking hand. It's never his face. You know what okay. I mean? But a hand on her shoulder and her just like to freeze up and he just. He's, jessica yeah. and you're like no fuck oh my god you know what i mean yeah. that's all yeah. he has to do he just has to show up yeah and that's the threat that's what makes him such a good villain but i thought this was a very good number one yeah super good did you agree yeah i liked it a lot it was a cool like murder mystery simultaneously like art was good i was worried it was, was good after the cover i was worried the art was going to be trash but yeah the art was good it's just very it's different than stuff that you normally see in marvel and uh I really appreciated it. I really liked the themes. I thought that they very carefully and deftly handled the whole like abused women situation in a way that made it very go figure a woman is writing it exactly right? yeah. in a way that made it like empowering and effective. And it's it was like just it's like if good. a man writes like a bat oh or a, a man writes like a fucking like yep. abused woman story. Oh just yeah, end, yeah. It's never good. No, it's never good. No. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was great. Yeah, I, was really I'm good. I'm really excited to pull more of this. Yeah, it should be it should be it should be exciting. Um, so we have another number one from Marvel. Uh, this is Guardians of the Galaxy number one, written by our boy oh, yeah. Al Ewing and Al drawn Ewing. by our boy Juan Cabal. Yeah. Uh, Federico Blee is on the colors. Uh, we probably have some fucking FCs. Joe Caramagna. Juan or- Cabal was he? No, who who did he do the art for? Juan Cabal did something. But I don't know what it was. Okay, okay. But we definitely. But Al Ewing did Immortal Hulk. Does Immortal Hulk? Does Immortal Hulk? Does Immortal Hulk? Dan, do you want to take? Do you want to take a stab at Guardians of the Galaxy? I love that you don't get the fucking title page until halfway through. That's a very Al Ewing thing to do. Yeah, it is totally. God, can we just talk about how much of an asshole Star Lord is in this? Though. Yeah, he totally is. Especially when you consider. So before this, we read part of an event, and not most of it, where. Uh, Gamora took the Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity and blah, blah, Wars! Blah, blah. Yeah, Infinity Wars. It was Gamora. She killed Thanos. She got the Infinity Gauntlet. I love you, Gamora. And I'll like, do anything Star- for you, yeah. Gamora. Yeah, and Star-Lord was like, 
trying he he was stabbed through like the chest by she killed her. him yeah yeah she killed him he came back and he's like pining after her this entire series gets to the end finally they're like back in their good graces and I'll he's like more i love any- you forever i will do anything I'll do for you Gamora, anything for you except not appeal to my <laughs> most basest instinct yeah Uh, so this basest instinct there they are uh, Uh, all the guardians are hanging out on their captain falcon shows up sorry it had to happen though you know it had to happen it It was but it was i agree it was fucking stupid and so they they're all assembled they're all living as a family quill gamora groot drax rocket um and they're like cooking barbecues the whole first half of the fun. book it was fun i loved it you love so it. good groots or no um rocket is complaining about a turkey yeah he's like it's got weird skin on it's it it's got weird skin and then, on and it, and then quill. quill goes back to gamora who's grill master <laughs> yeah. which i fucking loved that yeah. gamora's a grill master because of course he's like, and he's like rocket won't eat this the turkey and she goes yeah because it's got weird skin on it quill. <laughs> and it's amazing that's like that's yeah. the shit that you love that's the alley wing shit you love yeah and then she comes up uh, oh sorry continue that so dr fate comes out and no, he's dr fate yeah it was it's novacore man oh you're right you're right you're right it's Nova captain Corps. falcon yeah novacore captain falcon comes out and he's like I need the Guardians of the Galaxy. And they're like... Avengers! And Gamora's like, we can't do that anymore. We need a fucking break. We're a family. We're a family. We need a a break. We're not the Avengers. Avengers. And she's right. And, uh, but... Peter Quill and Rocket, who is in a snazzy suit, which um, I loved. Who's and apparently not dead. Who's not dead, yeah. They said they did a bunch of surgeries on him. He was dying at the last arc of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Um, but he's better now. He has a, a suit, like a three-piece suit. It's very good. It's good. good he suit. looks amazing. Great suit, even. And uh, they... And Quill and Rocket are cannot leave the vagabond life behind and they go trash out to boys. meet Novacore, yeah. Fucking trash boys. Behind Gamera's back, they don't even say goodbye while to she's, anyone. While she's sleeping, they yeah. don't get say goodbye, they launch off, and then Quill sends her a text message Yeah, while wearing his mask. So I do understand that Al Ewing rec- fully recognizes how shitty this is, Yo, right? Because yeah. he specifically calls, he calls it, it out. out. Yeah, he's like, he's like, Wow, Quill, you know, you could have left a video message. Yeah. And then also, why are you wearing a mask? Yeah. Like, you're terrified. You yep. just removed two layers. So, I yep. I mean, I understand that Ali Ewing, like... He's making him out to be the bad guy, which is good. Which because is good. That's but, the only way that he could be in this situation. But also, it's like, I don't want them to be in this situation. Yeah. I want them to be a unit. I want them to be... A, I completely trust Maybe Al Ewing. Maybe that's also what he's doing, though. I completely trust Al Ewing uh, to, to do this right. Except, but it was a frustrating read. It was, it was, and, and especially and after like, all of that shit that we just talked yeah. about, he had just been like pining after. Why'd you kill me? I don't know, bitch. Maybe well, because you're also, the kind of guy who's gonna fucking fly off whenever you see any right. type of mission presented right. by anybody. He and didn't not even, care about the stakes at all. And not, e- and not even like why did you kill me? But like even after that, after they rescued her, right? Yeah. They didn't immediately get back together because she was like, no, Quill, I'm done. I'm done with this. And he's like, no, I love you. I love you so much. I love you forever. Oh, bye, bitch. (laughs) You know what I mean? While you're sleeping. Dude, fuck Quill, dude. Gamora deserves better. Yeah. Gamora needs to go. (laughs) She needs to, she needs to split with Quill and who, who would we ship Gamora with? Ooh, who's who's best, who's best Marvel boy. Maybe a cosmic ghost rider is up there for me. 
I don't know if he. I don't know if he'd treat her right though. You know what I mean? She yeah. needs. She needs best. She needs literally. I mean, best Frank boy. Castle is a pretty committed man when it comes to his women. Okay. Am I right? He's up there. Okay, he's up there. We'll say that. Um, Not Eddie Brock. No, no. It'd have to be someone kind of cosmic, right? Like someone alienish. Mm-hmm. Okay, listeners, dear listeners we'll out there, this. dear listeners out there, if you're listening to this right now, please send the response to jarrett.more at gmail.com. Who is Marvel's best boy? Yeah. Is it Spooderman? Is it Tony Stork? Yeah. Is but, it Cosmic Ghost Cook? But it's got to be someone with like some space experience. Is it Wolverine? Right? Oh, no. Is no. it Scott Scummers? No. Is it Jean Grey? Maybe. Does Gamora need to break away from the peen yeah. and go for the vagine? I think that's a definite yes. Hit us up with your hot takes, Dan. Yep. That's it for that's Guardians it. of the Galaxy. And that's it for Marvel. Next up, we have DC. Should we should we talk about one before we get another beer? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've got a good amount. I don't of want to talk about this one right now. This one's too good. We have to oh, save this. Oh, so switch it. Okay, okay. I, I know. I know what's coming. All right, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman number 750. This is a big issue. We're not going to talk about every single one of them. No. Uh, So what happens when there's a major milestone is DC will print out a shit ton of covers. I got the cutest one. Thank you very much. Yeah, and, and they'll make be, it really long. They'll make it very long, but it'll be jam-packed with a bunch of uh, stories kind of celebrating writers and artists that have not only been a part of Wonder Woman, but might someday be a part. So yeah. Greg Rucka wrote a part in this. And, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All, all that kind of stuff. It's cool. It's a celebration of yeah. the character. Dan, tell me about your favorite story this is what we're going to do on this. Okay. I think this is I a like good that. idea. Yeah. Tell me about your favorite story like in Wonder Woman number 750, why you liked it. Yeah, I will. Okay. So I know what one it is already. It's yeah, you do, because yeah. I told you. Yeah. Um. So this kind of fluxes a little bit between, like, I feel like it's got the mainline Wonder Woman uh, like story arc, and then it flips in some short stories in, like, interspersed throughout. And the one that I yeah really, yeah it's a it's a collection of short stories basically. But it comes back always to sure. the original like storyline, which I thought was kind of interesting. And it wasn't because I feel like the Batman one was just short stories, yeah. whereas this one kind of had a mainline story thread kind of running through it. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, the one I liked best there was like a fire. Um, let me see if I can find it. And a little girl, she's like I don't know eight or ten years old, who is a mutant who but cons- not nine. She's either eight or ten. Yeah, exactly. Eight to ten years old. <laughs> um, who can like spawn flowers at will, and she was using it to save like families from her apartment complex. And it was just super sweet. Then like after the complex, it's was wonderful. Saved, yeah, they just had her family, like Wonder Woman and her family, come uh, over for dinner. Come over for dinner. It's just Wonder Woman come over, but her mom does show up. Wonder Woman and her mom shows up. Yeah, and she talks about like hanging out with uh giant sharks and then they have like a really sweet moment on the roof where like the little girl gives her something that this is a a flower that means that it's her big sister she that wonder woman is her big sister this is a very this is a very wonder woman ass comic because it, it picks up everything that makes her so good as a character that she's like a like I love my favorite line in this is when so she she her parents these 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 people who who the two of them saved come up and hug her yeah and and the girl asks hey does it ever get old kind of like being hugged and she's mm-hmm. like never you know what I mean like like that that kind of thing is like that that 
really sets Wonder Woman as a character apart for me is that yeah. she is there for the people. I think that's wonderful. And the other, the other, the other line that I love so much that that Wonder Woman delivers in this is, uh, they are like, "Hey, do you want to come over for for um, homemade mac and cheese, fried yeah. chicken, and whatever?" And and she's like, "Of course I do. I'm only human." Yeah, that's like such a fucking great. It's such a good line. And it's delivered in this. So, so she's enjoying this like dinner with these people. Her mom shows up to tell her that her basically childhood best friend, who was a shark, which is amazing, <laughs> has passed away. And she's like, I need a moment kind yeah. of thing. <clears throat> so she goes up under the roof and the sweet girl had already gone inside to give her a present that she mm-hmm. made for her, goes under the roof and is like, I don't know, maybe this is a great time, but like you're my big sister. So yeah. so Wonder Woman thought of this shark who had just passed away as her big sister. And now this little, little, little thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. is like, you're my big sister. It's just, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful comic, a beautiful story. It's just, it's like everything Wonder Woman is, which is this like, is like human and optimistic and, and just like it's it's like it's beautiful, man. Yeah, it's, it's really well done. One other thing I wanted to shout out quick was I really appreciated uh, the little bit between her and Mara from Aquaman, Mara the Tidebringer. Yeah, this is an earlier short story. Right? Uh, it was later in the book, but yeah, it was yeah, earlier. Yeah, different, it, different, earlier different. chronologically for sure. Um, but it talked about how they grew up together and like it showed them as like teenage girls, like having fun and like s- hanging out in yeah. the Amazon uh, and stuff together. Too. I thought that was super fun, yeah. especially cause I didn't even know they knew each other and it uh, makes so much sense. Though, it does. Right? Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really appreciated that. What did you like? My favorite was, uh, the story and this is to me the most wonder woman. It's a celebration of what wonder woman is as a character. It's a, it's a fight. And honestly, I didn't even really read the fight a whole lot. Yeah. It's a red haired woman who's like completely like all bionicle cyborg cyborgy. She's fighting. I don't even know why she's fighting wonder woman. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Who could it, say? Do- it doesn't matter. That's no. the thing. Like, when you write Wonder Woman well, that that kind of thing does not matter at all because at, at the end, like Wonder Woman has her in a fucking chokehold. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's basically like, hey, stop it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I believe in you. And this whole thing opens up with a woman in prison, right? She's got like, you know what I mean? She's got the red hair, the face features, and she's talking. So you know that she is the villain in this story. And I, I just think it's so perfectly Wonder Woman to have a scene where like somebody in prison is not only reminiscing about the fact that like wonder woman saved her and believed in her, Mm -hmm. but then wonder woman shows up out of costume to just check in. Yeah. To just see how she's doing. And it's like, it's a thing that's been done before we've seen it before, but like it never doesn't work. Yeah. Because Batman, Batman, Superman, they punch and they beat up you know what i mean and then they lock them up and they're like my job here is done but like what makes wonder woman like the the quintessential hero of the dc universe is that she follows up and that she cares yeah about not only the people that she's saving but the people that she's defeating right Mm -hmm. and it's just like there's this wonderful scene where like like the, the this villain is just like I she doesn't even believe in herself you know what I mean like she breaks down and like Wonder Woman's holding her and being like it's okay you can do this you can do this kind of thing and then she's coming to visit her in prison to Mm -hmm. to make good not even just make good on her promise but yeah 
out of like some sense of duty, but just because that's what she fucking does. Yeah. You know, it's it reminded awesome. me a lot of that uh, issue that we read. Yeah, where it was her it's, visiting yep. the person in prison over and over throughout like uh, a several year period. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Um, and never ever giving up and on never her. giving up yeah yeah it, it, and it and paid like, off because like at the end she was like yeah it, it, that's it. the thing like like that's what's ugh, that's what works about it yeah. you know what i mean like i know that they draw from this well a lot yeah. but like ultimately that would that's what makes her work as a hero I agree. and what makes her excel over every other heroes because like every other hero is about beating the bad guy yeah she is about redeeming them and yeah. making them better and rehabilitating it's much more of like a wonder twins kind of arc you know like it's it's like what happens after the villain is defeated right you know and wonder twins explores that a bunch this explores that a bunch and, and like, i think the they both good do wonder- it pretty t- intelligently what's cool about wonder woman is you can do both you can do the yeah. fights you know what i mean but then you can also yeah she is so compassionate on a level that like no other superhero is that it's like mm-hmm. that's it just it just fucking works especially yeah. now especially yeah. today you know what i mean yeah. where we're, all the conversations that are talking about all this kind of stuff you know what i mean like reevaluating the criminal justice right system like and... like it should it shouldn't be about punishment it right. should be about rehabilitation, rehabilitation. and connecting empathetically yeah. understanding why Someone mm-hmm. has been driven to do this and and helping them. Yeah, because they're the victim. Oh, okay, I'm not going to say that everybody who commits a crime against somebody else is always a victim, but like, but a lot of them are. School right. the prison pipeline is a real thing. Exactly, and like, and like that's not to discredit the people who they hurt, right? Right. They're they're also a victim, but like you have to understand why, what drives someone to hurt somebody else. You know exactly. what I mean? And, and then yep. really impact that. So that was good. I, I I liked this. There were some other good stories in this. Is Wonder Woman 750. It's the like, art was incredible. W- except for when it wasn't, but we won't talk yeah. about that. There were some really weird ones. But uh, overall, like, I mean, yep. they showed a ton of different, like, full page, full page oh, spreads. Yeah. Some, some really, just, like, truly some beautiful crazy stuff. Crazy art. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I would recommend it much more strongly than I would recommend, like, the Batman, what was it, like, Detective, or Batman 1000 or something, that that Catwoman that, one. The number 50? Yeah. Yeah, or the wedding issue? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was some... Yeah, because that was the one with all the different art and all the different, like, it was the same kind of thing, right? Oh, no, you know what? I don't know what the legacy is. We've had Batman number 100, though, I feel like. Yeah. Because we're at 87. It, was. it wasn't Action Comics that we pulled, was it? Maybe it, it was. It may have been Action Comics 1000. Maybe. Maybe that was the wedding issue. But whatever the case. No, no, no. That was Batman 50 was a wedding issue. But we also pulled a be- uh, Action Comics number 1000. Yeah, you're right. DC will never stop. They yeah. won't They won't ever stop. They I will say, stop, though, won't stop. as much as I bitch about DC, they're definitely the better out of the two right now comics. You think? Oh, yeah. I think with with the stuff that they're doing with the Hill House comics, with the that's stuff that, true. With with what they're doing, there even their mainline stuff. The really the only risks that Marvel is taking is like Immortal Hulk, and yeah. then they did the cool X Men thing. Yeah, but then they immediately shat the bed with the cool X Men thing. And yeah, like, but I don't know. The new ones nine, are still pretty decent. Here's nine X Men comics. Yeah, yeah, but they're still decent and they're still written by uh yeah but they're not they're not fucking as i i don't know you look at look at it you got wonder comics yeah you got hill house comics and then you even have some cool fucking batman shit yeah bendis you know you got fucking bendis batman beats in battlestar galactic yeah. you know you got all that shit and then Mar- what what does marvel have they got immortal hulk yeah they got x-men 
some 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 good, good X Men. Yeah, that's what I mean. If they if they would have made good on the promise of X Men, had four series that yeah. came out once a week, that were all good. Yeah, fuck yeah. But instead, they're like, here's eight series that come. Two of them come out a week. Yeah. They're eh. you know what I mean. It's true. I I feel like this is kind of uh I feel like most of the comics we usually pull are Marvel comics, though, aren't they? I, we've been very DC heavy, very lately. recently. But I mean, basket full of heads. Maybe comes like six months ago, we were it very was. heavy Marvel for it like was. a yeah. full year. I think, like we were pulling DC very, like yeah, no, not Mar- a lot Mar- at all. Marvel was number wise dominant, but quality wise, DC always had it. Yeah, I think so. Because right. think about all the shit that we used to bitch about, fucking Infinity yeah. Wars and Wall yeah. Whale. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, we were pulling numbers wise Marvel more, but like that's true. We enjoyed our time at DC, and I still except for <laughs> fucking Batman. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Damn. True. Uh, true. We we are gonna we're gonna take a break. We got three more books to talk about. <sighs> we have another beer to talk about, and then yeah. we also have next week's comic books. Basketball Heads is coming out next week. Oh. So I fucking love that That's shit. What we came to see. And you, you take fucking you take fucking pulp horror. Yep. Where the the dam the blonde damsel is in distress. You flip it on its head. Yeah. She's the distress. I just fucking is love that one. Man. That one is actually written by Joe Hill, right? I don't remember. No, that one is not written by Joe. It Hill. isn't. Okay. No, the one that's written by Joe Hill is uh uh the was the it the dollhouse? dollhouse? Okay. Dollhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to pause this. Yep. Uh, we'll be right back with some more shit for you to shit. ingest. Dude. We're back. We are back. Uh, toasted, with a brand new rhyme. Toasted some more beans. Yeah. Had some snackies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some good snacks. Savvy was testing out her Super Bowl uh aperitifs not really uh, appetizers and they were fucking let's just say what a goddess she has been the past two episodes she's delivered fried pickles with ranch and then just like these like it's like oh yeah these are stuffed mushrooms and then like jalapeno popper bites in a a totino's bowl and you're like god damn girl god damn girl god damn God damn. damn That's so good. Mm. Nice and spiced. Yeah, real good. Cheesy, creamy. Ten out of ten. Everything you want. Good job, Savs. Great job, Savs. But that's not what we're doing now. That's not what we're doing now. We're doing. We're drinking dangerous beverages now. This isn't dangerous. I we we have we're being very responsible. We're being kind to our bodies. The, yeah, we're 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 After basically rehy. Oh, Ooh. oh, damn We are basically rehydrating at this point because this is a, a Drecker Brewing Company. I fucked up. Uh, you, it's okay, baby. It's okay. Uh, this is a Drecker Brewing Company. It's the the beer is called Buffalo Rodeo. It's a rye pilsner. Uh, so the malt in this is uh, Pilsner malt, Vienna malt and rye. Hops are Magnum and Sterling, and the yeast is a house lager yeast. So this should be what this should do for you is be a very quaffable, yeah, light drinking beverage. Uh, but it is it should be slightly bready, especially yep. if it's going to be a rye. It yep. should have that kind of bready sort of finish to it and yeah. dan does it hit the notes that you want it to hit i know it you does. spilled i know you spilled so i don't I know did. if you if you're getting but the I true sip. you you, you sippered yep 
Uh, you had a regular. Mm. Oh, I saw the sip. Mm. Confirm. This is a good ass fucking pilsner, isn't it? Not. That is a really good pilsner. This I, might be one of the best craft pilsners I've ever had, in my yeah. opinion. I need like I need to sip on it for a bit because mm. what I want from this beer is I feel mm. like there's a lot of uh, a lot of times people add rye into something for no reason really, and and it's just like for spice. Which is fine. It's a spicy rye ball. But uh, I feel like I don't have a good tongue for like what <laughs> makes rye rye. You know what I mean? Like what makes it? Spider. You want a fucking steep in the rye. I want to. I want a single malt, single hop. Yeah. Which is the malt is rye and the hop is rye. But I feel like this is the perfect type of ale. Yeah. Or lager rather, for this because. Uh, it's so basic that I feel yep. like you'll be able to pick out the rye pretty clearly. Yeah, I think um, this is a perfect beer, and I, I really hope, like it. I hope that they continue to make this as like a staple because if this ends up being another Purdy Pebbles, I want to yeah. fucking. I mean, I feel like it will be because it is a very niche. No one's out there looking for rye pilsners except for us. You know what I mean? Like everyone's looking for the weird <sighs> fucking sours that they make, because otherwise they wouldn't make them. Yeah, because they fucking uh, Drecker is known for their like blackberry, a la mode, cherry pie sour, exactly. and I and I and I'm like, okay, whatever. But then I see, and but I'm like, give me those pretty pebbles. But, uh, but then I'm like, but I'm like, ooh, a rye pilsner. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you're making a pilsner, but like making like a more rye malt forward yeah. pilsner? Like, sign me up. Yeah. And then everybody else is like, yeah, give me the. Give me the ice cream. Yeah. I want cherry ice cream sour. So basically what we're saying is we're better than all the other beer drinkers. Uh-huh. And this is a reflection of that. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of being better than everyone else, do you want to talk about Superman? Yeah. We got Superman number 19 written by Michael Bendebepis and uh, with <laughs> art by Ivan Race, uh, inks by Joe Prado, colors by Miki. <laughs> Just Miki? I don't know. I don't know the first name. Of this. <laughs> I know I know Joe Miguel Prado. No, it's Joe Prado. <laughs> I think Miguel Prado was a character in Dexter season three. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're uh, right. <laughs> Miki, don't know. Sorry. And then Sinclair. I'm pretty sure is the is the Alex Sinclair. Alex Sinclair might be right. It might be the letterer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably Alex. Superman: The Truth has been revealed. Dan, have you? Did you read this? I did. Okay, you you talk about it. I didn't, okay. I didn't read the words, but I did look at the pictures, and the pictures are pretty nice. Yeah, I mean... Ivan Reyes draws got, a good Superman. You got most of it. I mean, like, yeah, the Lots main of good thing, quality fucking hugs. You it's know kinda, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, this issue is broken up into two parts, and you read the important part, um, because you read the bit where it's like... Clark after, Kent was returning to work yep. after announcing that he's Superman. Exactly. It's wonderful. So that's, like, the big thing is, like, everyone knows his secret identity now. He went public with it. And uh, he goes back to work and they all fucking stand up. Yeah. And just fucking sir clap. And I just think that's wonderful. I think it's it's such a fucking beautiful. This is not only do they clap, but like uh, the one woman Mm -hmm. hugged him and she's like. And like you were saying, this was lovely. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say like people are standing up clapping. You know what I mean? And then he stands and looks and there's this young woman, probably mid 20s, glasses, fucking yellow coat you know and she's just like she's like hi i sit across from me he's like of course i know you sit across from me my favorite line in this and she's like you saved me as superman last week and he goes 
oh yeah oh, he, yeah. he remembers <laughs> that and then she fucking hugs him yeah and he like can't reconcile these two truths you know yeah. what i mean like they have After, already like disassociating for yeah, so long they have already accepted this truth this truism that clark kent is is superman and he yep. can't he can't internally make that connection quite yet and i i, I thought that scene was lovely that's, yep. that's bendis understanding the fucking the human element that he does so well that yeah. sometimes he stumbles on a little bit i think a little bit yeah. but here it it's works. playing to his strengths. It yeah. works so well. And mm-hmm. this makes so much sense. Yeah. And it plays to his strengths as a writer. Yeah, absolutely. So continue that. Yeah. And uh, so that was the first half of this comic. The second half was kind of like whatever. It was just him. Uh, he fights a guy, right? He fights a guy named Mongol. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's his name. Wow. I didn't, I'm didn't. i so glad I didn't read this. I saw the fart, the, the bite with a fart. What? <laughs> That part with the fight? The pipe with the fart. <laughs> the fight. The part with the with fight. The part with the fight. There you go. Damn, I didn't even just fuck up like the first. <laughs> I fucked up the orders of the word. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's wild. That is wild. That is wild. Oh. I saw the part with the fight. Yeah. And I, I was like, ah, it's fine. Yeah. I, I cared more about the, the part in the boardroom. And you were correct, too, because the rest of it is like, whatever. It's a, yeah, he fights Mongol. He gets his face bashed in. And his name's literally Mongol? His name's literally Mongol. M-O-N-G-U-L. Mongol. Mongol. Okay. Yep. And uh, they, they did like something. Oh, man, I'm trying to remember. It wasn't impressive, but it was just like him taking the advantage of a situation where two aliens were at odds with each other or something and super understood it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but uh but yeah i i agree i really like the first part uh where him he was coming out to his office or whatever agreed good good dan how do you feel about this now that you've sipped on this yeah now that i've sipped on a bit i do get the uh rye it is a bit spicy Mm-hmm. What I like about this is this is a pilsner that's not afraid to be malt forward. Yeah, because I feel like so many times like pilsners are trying to uh, like appeal to like the Gen Xers that are like, I'm on beer that tastes like carbonation. <laughs> you not- are all about Gen Xers. I this, fucking this is like at least the fourth time you've. I've them. leaned into yeah, them. You really have, and I've been empowered by the next book that we're going to talk about. Yeah, I've always had this thing about Gen X where they're like, oh, we're the quiet generation. No one ever listens to us. The boomers are the real bad yeah. guys. And I'm yeah. like, but you are. But are they absolutely so complacent in yeah. everything the boomers have done so yeah. i'm just saying i'm just saying but yeah so gen xers are like the fucking like the 40 year old people right yep. now that were like in college in the 80s they're like yep. hey but we're cool but they're not cool but they're not cool they're not cool you know what i'm saying they like no, you're right they're they hate cool. gay people they fucking like shitty beer and like so like pilsners are supposed to like appeal to like the gen x palette and like what did they ever do nothing like politically or well okay i will say that it's not really their fault that they didn't do anything politically because they were is it though well so here's the thing like imagine being the voting we are stifled as millennials by the baby boomer generation still imagine being the generation still doing like we're trying we're trying but we can't really do much imagine being gen x i don't know and being completely squelched by by the previous because like literally their generation their their voting block is like 33 percent of the baby boomer block so they, yeah. they they got nothing really and i'm not saying that like they they are not complacent in some shit you know because yeah. I mean? they are but like how do you 
how do you do that? You know, like, but we, I feel like we are a progressive, the millennials are a very progressive generation. And like yeah. the most we did was elect Barack Obama, who was like a moderate, you know what I mean? We're leaning right now on the zoomers to get Bernie in. Hopefully fingers fucking crossed, you know? Yeah. But also I feel like millennials kind of started the whole progressive movement, the modern progressive movement. And like, so what the fuck was Gen X doing that entire time? But like, you know, Bernie, AOC, Elon Omar, all of the progressive wing of yeah. like the United States. Yeah. It's all started by millennials the, because the modern of millennial progr- support. Yeah. yeah. The modern progressive movement. And yeah. like, so what the fuck was Gen X doing that? Into- like, even if they lost, like Bernie lost last time, um, all of the progressives yeah. will no, they didn't fight. maybe a, lose this time. That, that is the thing is they, they have, they have counted themselves as the lost generation, the generation yeah. everyone forgets about, you know, and that's the kind of, that's the kind of shit that really irks me but like is how the, is it not their fault right no like, no no that's what i'm agreeing i'm agreeing with you because yeah. they, they they have gotten this persecution complex that they are the lost generation that yeah and i and i but i i understand it to some degree feeling feeling that crushing weight because i felt that at some point being like i thought we as millennials were the generation that was going to make it i thought we were going to make this world better for the zoomers mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i i when 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 like brock like the change fucking everything and i know that it was so dumb right yeah. 2008 we're voting for change right and we didn't know what change was but we wanted it you know and i exactly. get and i get it that it was stupid and yeah. i get that we got taken advantage of but at least our hearts were in the right place <laughs> at least we pushed the like pendulum a little bit or we tried right? we thought we oh, were we totally did though we thought like, we were you know what i mean like yeah. we we were like we're voting for change Okay, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, sure, change isn't is, is a concept. Yeah. But, like, we did vote for change as a concept, as a core yeah. construct, and, and shoved that pendulum as desperately as we could away from the swing, mm-hmm. a, away from the swing that it is to the right, right? Yeah. Because that pendulum is rocketing sky hard towards the right, and we are just desperately trying to shove it back towards towards the fucking center, at least towards maybe slightly leaning left. It's insane, man. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I think politics. <laughs> yeah, politics. I think that we accomplished some shit. I think Gen yeah. Z is accomplishing some shit. And yeah, I don't get Gen X at all. Um, and we're <laughs> that'll be reflected in we're our about, current we're about, uh, book. We're, we're about to toast it. We're yeah. about to toast them. But you do like this beer. This and what all this is really trying to say is that pilsners <laughs> tend to try to appeal to a more, a more fucking simple. I want to say a more sim- a simpler time. A simpler time. A more when oh, when beer was simply beer, and this one isn't beer trying beer. And when men were men. When men were men and men didn't <laughs> marry men. I'm fucking like, but this beer. Whoops, oh, God. Whoops. But this okay. beer doesn't try to do that. You know no. what I mean? It, it tries to do something. <laughs> I spilled a little. That's what we're all laughing about right now. I, I, had a, I, I tried to twirl at my finger and I spilled. And Dan's like, are you drunk, idiot? I get it, Dan. Fuck you. Anyway, I, I spilled twice, so I'm. Did on you the really? Same page. Oh, nice. Well, okay. I mean the foam overs. The foams. Yeah. You know I was I mean. just trying to do a little rotating. Um, but this isn't trying to appeal to something that is like a pilsner. It's trying to do something that's like okay, it's going to hit the pilsner notes, which yeah. is crisp. Yeah. It's crisp. Yeah. It's not. It's balanced because yeah. it should be not hop forward, but hop should be present. Right. But it should have a breadier note to yeah. it. And this is taking that that concept and in elaborating on it in a way that I really appreciate. Because you do get this 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 subtle 
grain bill, mash bill forward taste to it, and it's a bit spicy and it's a bit cloying, yeah. and I like that. I do I like too. That. I think that I have a bad palate for because I'm tasting this. I feel like I'm tasting rye spice, and yeah. I to me it is indistinguishable from hop spice. Like hop oh, bitterness. Really? really? Like I taste the hop, like the yeah. rye spice, and it tastes like bitterness to me. Yeah. I taste like, I don't know if there are hops much in this or not, but it tastes mostly like. They are bittering hops. They're Magnum and Sterling. So okay. So you're probably actually tasting them. I so bet I you're tasting, be tasting the, the hops, Sterling, yeah. but I don't know. It's just like I still feel like I don't have a great yeah. idea about like yeah. what hops, what spice the hops are contributing versus the rye. Uh, let me let me actually try to help you out with this because I think that my pal is pretty decent uh, and I can help you pick this out. And maybe this will help out people at home that are trying to learn how to drink this shit. So take a sip right now and tell me what you taste immediately. Right up the gut, right now. Malt. Malt? You taste yeah. malt first. Malt first. Okay. And now what's happening on your tongue? Um, And then it kind of gives way to a little more bitterness. Okay. Um, a little more effervescence, like carbonation kind okay. of feels. Um, But yeah, it's still, I don't know. The thing that sticks around most is malt. And then there's like a wave of like spice in between. Okay. Okay. So this is how I taste it. The 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 immediate thing that kicks me right in the mouth is uh, yeast. Yeah. So I, I'm not oh, sure. Okay. I think it's that lager yeast, and it hits me right in the nose. Yeah. And it's right up here. I definitely get lagerly yeast yep. in there as well. It's yeah. right up, right up in the bridge of your nose, and then immediately that washes away to me to hops, mm-hmm. and I and I taste those magnum, and I taste those bittering hops because it sticks on your tongue. Okay. And then as that washes away, I get the bread. Mm-hmm. So it goes from yeast to hops to malt. And that's typically, I feel like, the way that most beer profiles will hmm. wash over your tongue because you'll you will get the you will get that immediate kind of effervescent note right in your nose, yeah, and then you'll get a bitterness that sits on your tongue, and then that will wash away and blend with the bread yeah. and the, and the and the and the hops. So interesting to me. That's what I taste. I, I taste yeast first, then a very nice like kind of hoppy bitterness that that yields to a more bitter grain bill mm-hmm. uh, not as sweet and so i think that's why you probably are saying that you can like you you can't distinguish the rye from the yeah from the hop i think that's by design i think this is meant to be layered in a way that like that that kind of spicy herbal mm-hmm. earthy rye just yeah. blends so seamlessly with those magnum hops hmm. because that's what magnum and what what's the other one yeah um let's see what is the other one sterling yeah oh, so okay. the, those are both earthy those I are both earthy much, herbal but... hops and rye is earthy very and bitter herbal. too yes yeah they don't you typically for go for aromatic so yeah. so i think What's happening is the bitterness of those and the earthiness of those is going to blend with the rye and then yield to the sweetness of that grain bill because that, yeah. that's what ends up like now right on your mm-hmm. in your in your breath you you feel the the sweetness of the grain yeah the yeah. end it finishes with like a very grain heavy kind yeah. of malty kind of finish and I I think I I honestly think that 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 for me for beer is how how the flavor profile goes and so I will. 
and I don't know if this is true or not. I have no idea, but like I will typically judge a beer in that way. Like so, yeast notes will typically hit first, yeah, because that's what is going to punch it up to your nose, and then and then and then the bitterness, whatever hop is going to come immediately after, because that's pretty strong, and then the grain, which is the most subtle, I feel of the flavors is going to be what lingers the longest and what blends. Mm. So, so I think, I think that's the case. Yeah. I feel like that's a good take on it. Cause I do feel like, yeah, I feel like those, the yeast does definitely hit me up front. Mm-hmm. It kind of blends with the malt for me though. I don't know why. Maybe sure. it's cause it's more of like a milder, sweeter kind of sure. feel to me. Um, but like, yeah, in this case, it's like, yeah, lager yeast is very kind of like buttery. It's on the and, nose too. It's and, it's almost like it almost like fucking hits you because it's so carbonated, right? Yeah, it almost is like. Bah. But it also blends with the malty notes a, a lot. I yeah, feel for like. sure. And I, I'm not saying every beer profile tastes like that, but like for me, that's just the way that I judge it, and I don't I don't know if that's right or not. Uh, I mean, whatever is if, right. If someone's right, in, if someone if more intelligent than me is out there listening to this and is like. You're cl- I'm sure I'm close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sure that like yeast hits it first, but I'm sure that yeast should also be considered throughout, you know? Yeah. But who the fuck knows, man? Who fucking knows? Who the fuck knows? There's uh, no good way to drink beer. Every way is a good way to drink No, beer. there's no good way to drink there's beer. There's no bad way to no, drink No, there's no beer. good way. Every way is a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> fuck everybody. Um, damn. Yeah. You want to roast some Gen Xers? Yeah, we're ready. We're, we're here. We're fucking do- All right, we did Jerry's it. Jerry's been prepping all day to roast some Gen Xers. Just like the Gen X has been it. doomsday prepping, listening to Joe Rogan in their basement. <laughs> we have we have Wonder Twins, number 11. Transvestites, I don't care for that. That's a Joe Rogan. Transvestites, I, uh, they're putting chemicals in the water to make the frogs gay. This is written by Mark Russell with art by David Byrne and colors. No, no letters by Paul. Uh, yeah, pretty, Correct. pretty sure. Yeah, uh, Wonder Twins number eleven. Uh, we have been kind of not off the Wonder Twins game. I will say we we no. love Wonder Twins yeah. and we will continue to love Wonder yeah. Twins as long as Mark Russell is writing this shit. Uh, however, the last few issues have been a bit more archy and yeah. a little bit less single issuey. Yeah, this one. My God, it takes that whole Arky thing that we yeah. were complaining about, mm-hmm. turns it into a single issue yep. and fucking just just makes us feel like absolute idiots yeah. for, for, for doubting this entire fucking arc that's been... Oh, it's so good. It's man. really good. I also want to mention quick... Yes. Um, I got the Wonder Twins uh, trade paperback for my uh, brother and his wife for Christmas. Did they love it? They fucking love it because it's so good but also so my brother he like read it he's like this is phenomenal yeah what else has this guy written and i like looked it up and i'm like apparently just indie comics as far as i can see he also did a weird dc hannah barbara thing oh really yeah he did a your brother might like this he did the dc hannah barbara thing with um oh fuck i'm not gonna remember right now but very very good i feel like it's so he he so my brother looked it up and he's like okay so I I looked this guy up and apparently he's got like a uh what was it it was like a commentary of like the Torah and like ancient Hebrew shit and he has a book on like interpretations of it and my brother like read that and downloaded her audiobook, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, Tell so- your brother to look up Mark Russell's Snagglepuss. Okay. Because the Mark Russell's 
rendering of Hanna Barbara's Snagglepuss is supposed hmm. to be one of the most fucking amazing things that have come out of DC in a long time. Interesting. He, I think he would like it a lot. Yeah, I should read that. But I thought I thought it was hilarious that he, <laughs> like Mark Russell, has some more religious texts out there. And if you're into that shit, you should read it. Get it up, man. Yeah. So that was that was pretty a, a wild thing to discover. Yeah. I mean, Mark Russell's a sharp... You, you get the sense that this man is a very sharp I man. do you know also I mean? get the sense that he is not a comic book writer. You know what I mean? Like, this seems out of his wheelhouse. The fact that it's like so oh, different... It's it's absolutely not. I think he cut his teeth on comic book writing. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is very different from... This is different from anything I've ever read in comics. And yeah, I but feel that like doesn't that mean shows. he's not good at it. Oh, he, of course. He's I mean, a, no uh, one's arguing that he, he's this bad is a, at comics. This is a math... That's what I'm... But that's what I'm saying, though. Is he, he's not like a Todd Nahisi Coates where, like, he's a novelist writing comics, which, right. which you can see sometimes. Yeah. This is a man who understands the medium of comics in a way that like I think they both understand the medium of comics. Well, no, Jerry. but it, it can be very hard. And so Tanisi Coates struggled a little bit when he first started writing comic books because like as a novelist, like it's hard to under it's hard to understand the 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 visual kind of yeah. part of of comic books, right? Like and so you tend to default to exposition dumps. Like obviously, Tanisi Coates has evolved. You know what I mean? Gotten yeah. better at it, right? But like, I feel like Mark Russell—he's been doing this shit for a long time. He's a comic book author. Yeah. I would even say—I would even say before he was a novelist. He's more indie though. Like, it's not like he's yeah, writing sure. mainstream sure. shit like Absolutely. all the time. I will it's... also say I will also like posit that you know you can be a very good comic book writer and not a very good novelist writer right which yeah. is the flip side of this with with neil gaiman right he's a yeah. he wrote the sandman well, which is probably one of the most incredible yeah like vertigo comics ever but his prose is like eh, you know what i mean i think his prose is pretty good i don't know i read american gods i didn't love it well that's your opinion isn't it jerry it is it is my opinion but i think he's a, i think he's a better he's better in the medium of comics which is like it's not only just storytelling which yeah. is what novel is what writing a novel is but it's also visual right it, it is it is it is kind of directing almost like it's like a hybrid between a book and a movie yeah. because you're writing it and it's frozen right in time it's not moving but it is also and you're relying on other also, people to like complete your vision for sure you. and it's also but it's also visual as well it's mm-hmm. meant and it, as a good writer you should be keeping what you're writing with what you're seeing mm-hmm in mind as well and i think i think mark russell to fucking tie it way back mark russell is a is not i don't think he's like a i don't think he's like a second you think is a comic books man instead he is a comic books man for sure instead of like a absolutely books books man he's been doing this for a long time he's been doing both for a long time i think you've been doing both for a long time (laughs) i'm gonna fight you on this i i don't know i don't know enough about it but um yeah, he's not a novelist. That's like this. Yeah, I guess what I was what I was trying to get away from is like the idea that like he was like some guy who normally writes and like now he's doing comic books. This is a very competent comic book as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. To be fair, it is his first mainstream comic. Like this is his first Marvel or DC comic. Yeah, I think so. I think ever. Yeah, I think so. Um, which he, is pretty impressive because yeah. like he. They were able to get him for one, which is. But he's a. But also, he was a very beloved 
writer in the yeah. comic book sphere because I think he's done I think he's hung out tertiarily and done like a lot of yeah. those dynamite mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know maybe not boom right. boom comics yeah I, I know that he's a beloved person and they, they like DC also did give him in, in Snagglepuss was in his first like weird DC comic that he did I'm pretty sure he's done other weird DC comics as well I think I don't know this is the first mainline like I looked him up and this is the first mainline like DC Marvel comic book uh, that he wrote that I could find. And maybe it's because his other ones were like not very popular. Did you know this dude is almost 90 years old? What? Mark Russell was born in 1932. Holy shit. That is not what I expected. Can you, can you, can you fucking imagine him just absolutely toasting Gen X? Dude, of course, though. I mean, when you think about it, because, like, who else could hold the most against Gen X than the boomers? He's not even a boomer. He was was born in 1932. He's a pre-boomer. You're right. Damn. Wild. All right. I need to see his, like, let's look at his his shit. Dude. Am I right? That is the most woke old man that I've ever heard of in my entire life. Because this shit, like, tearing down the criminal justice system yeah. and like so he was born in 19, 1932 he okay this has to be him right is an american political satirist and comedian he's best known for his series Damn. of semi-monthly comedy specials on pbs between 1975 and 2004 holy shit that is wild is this this can't be right. is that really him and oh, okay if it's not we're gonna delete this whole thing i mean no, I don't think we'll delete it, but we'll make fun of ourselves for not understanding it. He's still alive. Mark Russell. I mean, that would kind of make sense why he like had a bunch of old religious books in his bibliography. Yeah. So. Mark Russell comics. Okay, it's a different Mark Russell. Oh, uh, you motherfucker! Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Was I? Was I? I'm sorry, but uh, like, I was so close. Fucker! I had okay, so I I searched Mark Russell and I got American comedian. How old is he? Fifty. That's still pretty old. Yeah, but he's Gen X as shit. Okay, so that's a wrong. So Mark that's Russell. why he's roasting Gen X. Yeah, because he is a Gen Xer. Yeah. Yep, Wonder Twins. Okay, we're we're here now. We're here now. Um, Born 1971. American He cartoonist. did the Flintstones. Yep. Yep. Snagglepuss. Yep. Saw that. And Wonder Twins. And Wonder Twins. Yep. yep. So border. So the end of the story is uh, I was right, and Jerry doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, no, I don't think that's right. Well, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. I don't I think. think I don't think that's the conclusion. That I we think that's the on. conclusion. I was wrong about him being fucking almost ninety years old, though. <laughs> I got so excited. I'm 90 years old pre-boomer. Dude, that would be insane. That would fucking be insane if he was Can a proto-boomer. Can you imagine? A proto-boomer that woke. A proto-boomer that woke. No way, dude. Impossible. Appar- Who could put apparently. out uh, every other, like a bi-weekly comic? Can you fucking imagine? No yeah. way. So anyways. Yeah, uh, you should check out Exit Stage Left, The Snagglepuss Chronicles. Yeah. So uh, he's a Gen Xer. Is that, that's got to be pretty close to Gen X. Oh yeah, nineteen seventy three. Yeah. Yep, Gen X, Gen X as fuck. Um, so yeah, we should talk about Wonder Twins, right? Yeah. So what happens? What happens in this, Dan? Here, I'll take this. Wonder I, Twins. I can't be trusted with this. 
It's the best book ever. I, we love this book. <laughs> like I said, so we, so we 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 have been kind of whining about whining about this book about how like a it, little bit when 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 it's the best when, when it's its best it is a single issue thing that has that begins at the theme and then flips that theme on its head and makes you think about it truly objectively. Yeah. Uh, and we were kind of complaining about this being kind of like a serial thing, but this amazingly is the climax of it, and it takes the entire arc of this flips it on its head and makes a joke about it and then when you're laughing at it flips that on its head and then makes you think about it critically and it's just some fucking amazing i love this book phenomenal yes amazing oh my god it's so good god so where to begin with this the book kind of uh so plays off of the last few issues have uh, created AI. a character, yeah. an AI named what is it, Colonel Colonel eighty six. Colonel eighty six. He's an AI that what infiltrates computers and the internet. What is his catchphrase? Which uh, I, I oh, feel like it's almost hello, uh, hello yo, hello we yo, or something like that. Hello It's like it's Colonel. It's so close to being like iconic to me at this yeah. point. Like hello we yo, yeah. yeah. Um, so he is a vicious AI that is taking over every system he connected to the internet and he's like invading everyone's fucking computers. No one can use any computers or the internet, um, unless they're disconnected from the internet. So I guess the way that it kind of plays out is that they rescue, uh, the best friend's dad from the Phantom Zone. Are you taking a picture of me, Jerry? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm sending it to my mom. Oh, Okay. Uh, so they take a <laughs> they take a picture from the Phantom Zone. <laughs> they rescue uh, what's her face's dad from the Phantom Zone, and he created the Colonel eighty six L AI or whatever it is. And he's trying to stop it with the rest of them. And there is also the amazing what's this guy's name? The Smelly Man. Yeah. Mr. Mr. The Repulsor or something like Repulso that? or something. Yeah. Mr. Repulso. They bring him out whenever there is like crowds to disperse. Yeah, I like, love I love he him. He just smells smells like shit. He wants to make friends so badly. But no one likes him. No one him. likes it's him so because sad. he smells like shit. It's do, so sad. Do you know what's even worse about this, Dan? Is what? that like even the fucking Justice League? Are like all right, it's time to break out, Mister yeah. Apolso. But they will they will distance himself yeah. from. They can just be friends with him, just like I fucking know. plug your just nose, hang out with it's him. It's so sad. I, He's I, a good man, Dan. I feel like you missed. I feel like you missed the part where they started roasting Gen X. Yeah, so they started roasting Gen X by the so Colonel eighty six was was from the eighties. He's and, from the eighties. Yeah, he takes he's a, over he's the a internet. computer. He's a computer program stuck in the eighties, yeah. right? Yes. So he, <laughs> and as stuck in the eighties, he takes over all the internet sites to sell muscle shirts, <laughs> <laughs> which is incredible. Yep. And uh, what else does he do? He does a bunch of other Gen X shit. Yeah. So the 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 real moment for me that made me realize where they were going in this comic was when fucking Colonel eighty six. So he's taken over these two men's house that bought his computer from an estate sale. Two uh, gay men. gay married men, gay married men who yep, bought who which bought is important who bought his uh, who bought the computer from an estate sale, and then he finds out that they're gay and they're married. Yep. And then he goes, two men married? And then he begins systematically <laughs> annulling gay marriages yeah. across, because he's an AI, right? Annulling yeah. gay marriages across the country, yep. which makes the Gen X people be like, you know what? 
I, I don't know this Colonel eighty six, but he really he's, he's got some good ideas. He's got some good ideas, and he speaks to me. I know he's not politically. <laughs> I know he's not politically correct, but he really speaks to me. Yeah. And so they fucking put their muscle shirts on yep. and they fucking rebel against the snowflakes. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's an army of balding white men. Yes, in muscle shirts. And then the, the then they drop fucking Doctor Stinkman on them, and he goes, "Hey, guy!" And they're like, "Well, you should understand more than anyone. You're an old, you're an old white guy that everyone yep. hates." And he's like, "Yeah, but I also understand the fact that like you know the world moves out without us, and yeah. if and if we don't update you know ourselves yeah. as people, which yeah. is the parallel to Colonel eighty six, right? The program yep. needs to be updating. Then you know we should just really get out of the way and let the world evolve it and take yeah. its natural course. And everyone's like, "Whatever, dude, I'm gonna Whatever, go home. Bro. <laughs> Whatever, bro, I'm gonna go home." So they leave because he smells too bad. And then the guy, like Colonel eighty six, refuses to be updated, so he gets deleted. Yep. It's just a. It's just so funny. It's, it's so, so good. good. The I political commentary is ten out of ten. Yeah, one hundred percent. The part where they're fucking lowering the stink man in, and he's just monologuing. He's waving his arms, and being, we should all. You know, what? he it, did that last time too. He's so like, please good. disperse. Can you please? Can you please go away? I do. I would really like. I just love to how, not have a confrontation. I love him as a character, and yeah. I really hope that they don't. do They're gonna stick it. They're they, gonna they, keep they, him they, around. Please don't do sure. bad by this poor man. Oh, he's they're gonna so keep wonderful. him around. I just love the part where the fucking you know, where he's like, I, I, I never. These two men are like are like about ready to die basically, and yeah. they're like, I the one thing I will never regret is marrying you and Colonel Eighty Six. Like two men being married, <laughs> and he just like zooms out on his face. You know what I mean? And then he just starts annulling all gay marriages across the U.S. And which makes the fucking shitty Gen Xers be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was no, oh, so good. It was really good. I so love good. it. I love it. We loved it. <sighs> so this is Dan. This is a little bit bittersweet because not this only our last comic. This is the last comic, and Shit. it's the last beer. Shoot, uh, this is Batman number eighty-seven, written by James Tinian the Fourth. James Tinian. Oh fuck, I don't know. I think this is Tomo More on colors and somebody March on art. I'm sorry, yeah, really sorry. Fine. We didn't write any of this stuff down. We're bad. Dan, you loved this. I thought it was really good. Here's what I loved about this, and I'm going to tell you what I liked about this. There were there were actual action scenes yeah. in this. There was Batman yeah. driving a Batmobile. Yep. Without him being fucking, there was not no, only a Batmobile, but a new bad gadget. A new bat gadget. Uh, there's some good. There's some good stuff. Penguin is the main bad guy. Uh, kind of, and that's the thing that I really liked about this is he's not the main bad guy. Uh, but the Damn. main bad guy is not shown here tell tell me tell me what to think about this issue because you love batman dan yeah secretly <laughs> secretly secretly loves batman yeah it's it's no secret batman the animated series and batman beyond are it's my one two it's one of the greatest animated <laughs> they're my two animated created. favorite animated series of it's all time my favorite animated series and uh and, uh so it's no surprise that i love this the thing that i didn't like was uh tom fucking king. cia analyst tom king uh ruining it with pro like fucking poetry and just quoting hey erroneous shit that didn't matter. Hey Dan, there yeah. there's a very sexist panel in this. I'm gonna show. Oh you. really? I want to see I'm it. Show it to you. Show me. And I'm not a sex. It, I'm not a sexist. Was it the Catwoman like cat suit thing? I'm not a sexist expert, but this fucking panel where he is diving and <laughs> diving her fucking her, her fucking badge. crotch is right there. <laughs> I I I'm was not, gonna point that out. I'm to not. You. I'm not an expert, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like you know I don't have the tools to be able yeah. to unpack this panel. Yeah. But I'm like, hmm. 
there's like an ass and there's like a there's the implication of a vagina and then batman is just fucking he's diving (laughs) he's just diving but he's like kind of miniature by the way that it looks so it's pretty hilarious you know maybe it's a power play thing maybe it's reverse I don't know. Maybe so, maybe he's diving in to eat that muff, and that's empowering. I have no and, idea. And I mean, she's giant. She's the uh, she's aggressor the queen. in this situation. Yeah, she's situation, the queen. In this so if she sits on his face, he has no choice. And I'm yeah. into that. So uh, let me talk about this shit. Please talk about this. So rescue it, me from myself. It, it highlights uh, the Riddler and the Penguin. Which is pretty interesting because neither of them are the primary aggressor in this. So there, it starts out with the Riddler, and he's been holed up in his house for three months, manically, insanely, trying to uh, figure out a way to make an algorithm to figure out Gotham, basically. Sure. And uh, he looks, he's naked, he's holding his Riddler wand, he is very spiny and weird looking, and he's trying to talk to Penguin, who is in the process of also insanely murdering everyone he knows so that this newest catastrophe won't affect him. Uh, So the newest catastrophe is there's, I think, like five assassins, and they're all going to play a part in uh, the next, like, batman's like homicide shit that he has to figure out and the next arc yeah so he has caught one of them and one of them is deadshot the other one is i thought they caught most of them cheshire i think well yeah he yeah, thought he caught he most of them he too he caught all of them yeah and but he didn't because one of them is replaced by Clayface material um i don't the main thing i like about this is it's cool batman shit and it's none of the bullshit. It's not like, up its own ass. It's not up its own ass. It knows what it is. It's a comic book. Yeah, it's like it's like, hey, hey, you know what? Like Batman and oh god, I'm gonna sound like such a fucking asshole when I say this. Okay. But I'm not gonna try to sound like an asshole. Like Batman can be something more than Batman. However, it does take a very deft touch to make Batman something that isn't just a fucking rich white guy fucking punching out criminals right yeah you need to have a understanding of what that means and then an understanding of where you can take that to make yeah. it interesting right i agree and i think i think that i and god even it's like tom king didn't even write any of the books and we're gonna roast tom king i feel bad because he's a good writer whatever anyway he hasn't been recently though. no he has recently but like not on batman so yeah. full disclosure tom king's great writer <laughs> I just don't think that he quite can understand that like, God, like it's like, it's like there's something that can be done here that, that isn't just fluff. Yeah. It's past just fluff Mm -hmm. and it can dig into something a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what like Scott Snyder sucks at as well. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's like really digging to the root of what Batman is, which is not just like one man struggle against evil, but like, like the, a fucking i don't know like an exponential struggle against like your own your own like desire to just like submit to your base instincts right i don't know i okay. and this is me just throwing it out there but like i feel like i feel like batman can be can be a deep thing yeah if you're smart about it it's but true. i'm also okay with it not being a deep exactly thing. and it's okay if it's just batman fucking doing some detective shit yeah punching some people yeah. figuring out a mystery you know what i mean and honestly that's what everyone needs yeah after thomas king's batman yeah because we don't need more introspective shit about the dark knight and what it means to be the Dark Knight as yeah. the Dark Knight. Yeah. It's like we want more because Batman that's, shit. That's just played out. You it's know what I mean? So played it out by be, this point. It's it 86 yeah. issues. 
it shouldn't be about that's the thing like that's what they miss yeah is it shouldn't be about him it should be about everybody else around him and that's what this issue does yes. is i feel like this issue is not very focused on him at all it's very he's focused reacting yeah. Uh, yeah he's reacting it's all about the really the rogues gallery at this point and maybe it'll, and it'll batman include has, the batman fam later yeah. batman truly has the greatest rogues gallery bar none. oh for sure to the point where like their their rogues gallery is so good that they're making them turn to the heroes yeah because like poison harley ivy quinn. harley quinn yep like fucking two-face like exactly. oh my god exactly so the things i really like about this is it's got a major plot and a subplot the major plot is that there's this mysterious like i don't know what do you call him like a a mastermind who's uh causing all of these five villains to do all these things there is penguin who and this is my favorite part of the book um penguin kind of like is resisting this new supervillains plot and is like, okay, I know the new supervillains trying to clean house, trying to do all this shit, trying to make sure that I'm not in the way, but fuck him. I killed all of my inner circle. I am loaded with guns and I'm ready to take them the fuck on. And we still don't know who the main villain is, who's orchestrating all of this shit. Deadshot is the only one who knows. He says he's not going to tell. You can interrogate all the other ones as they want. They don't know who it is. Um, Batman's chasing around like the five assassins or whatever. So it's a really cool plot. Um, I think they do some really cool stuff with it. I The main thing I like about it is that there's... Yeah, the mysterious, like, overarching plot, and then the penguin who's saying, fuck all of you. The penguin who laughs. I'm going to do whatever I want. And the Riddler who's insane on the side, and he's saying, I can't do anything else because I tried to be a good person, and it's not going to work. So yeah. I'm going to stay here, too. Yeah. So the the cogs that those throw into the main plot, I'm going to be really interested to say how it plays out. And James Tinian. I'm f- into it. I, I got to say, James Tinian, fucking, he can do these uh elaborate and this is what i like about him a lot he can do these elaborate um spinning a bunch of plates at the yeah, same time s- yeah. situation where like you'll forget about something that's happening and then there will be the upside down man You're, exactly you know what i mean that you forgot about that yep. that was four issues no i totally agree earlier uh he he, he does I, i'm not gonna say that he's like a perfect writer he does have his his thing yeah. where he tends to lean into very dialogue heavy stuff to ex- explain things but and like, it's more plot driven than character driven but honestly like after all the tom king stuff batman is not a very interesting character no, he's not we need more plot driven stuff you can be i i will say and i did say that you can do something interesting with batman but it, it what, what we've been doing ain't it you know yeah, what i mean like exactly you need to unpack him yep. as as a person yeah right not as this weird what the fuck was that like <laughs> me and my me and my dad me and my dad trying to seduce Catwoman together but it was like separately god it's like it's like it's like you're trying to pay off daddy issues when like daddy hasn't existed yeah in, in the fucking dc universe he's literally been dead for yeah. 50 years yeah. and then you brought him back in this weird thing <laughs> that he should never have been back on yeah. but then you try to like make this big cathartic moment all about fucking bruce coming to terms with his dad but it's not even about his dad being dead that's the thing like yeah. if it was about him being like i saw you die 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like I saw you die and my entire life has been But it wasn't me, about that. But it wasn't. Like my entire life has been about wrestling the grief yeah. of you and mom being killed. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was like, you you're dad. No, you are son. No, dad is son. <laughs> and then they fight for no reason. They shirtless. wrestle around naked for it's a like while. It's like so stupid. It's, it's so, so dumb. dumb. <laughs> Fuck. And it could have been cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine. Imagine a scenario where that played out where it's like Bruce reconciling, like seeing his dead. F- He's literally built his entire life. Yeah. His ego is piled on mm-hmm. the fucking lynch, the, the key pin, lynch the pin, keystone. Yeah. Of his fucking existence is his parents being murdered in this alleyway, yeah. and then that being ripped open by his dad's being like, but no, it's but they didn't do any of but that. But it, it's just fucking daddy issues about being like, I am father, I know best. No, I am son, and some like weirdly misogynistic shit where he's like, I'm your dad, and I seduced you, and I am gonna wife. fuck your woman <laughs> because I am daddy. I don't it's like it's Jesus stupid. Christ, dude. Fuck. It could have been good. It could have been good, but it wasn't. All I'm saying is that it could have been. There's yep. this was yep. that yep. I I honestly I, like when I when I read when I read those those Batman issues, I get so I, I'm not mad because they're bad. Yeah. I'm mad because I'm like fuck you you have set it yep. up. You've yep. set it up to be fucking incredible, but yep. instead you're just like. <sighs> Oh, I don't know. We'll do some like weird dad stuff. We're like, yeah. we're like, like it's like the daddy issues that, like, don't happen. That, that only happen when like dad never fucking dies in the alley <laughs> with mom. You know what I mean? Like, everyone hates their dad. Fuck. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like it's like whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like sure, but like like Bruce didn't hate his dad. That's right. the thing. Like Bruce loved his dad. He yeah. idolized his dad, and his he watched his dad get shot and his mom get shot, and he's built his entire life trying to live up. To be his father's son. And they son. dealt with none of that. None of it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Terrible. Hey, Dad. Anyway. You want to look at what's coming up uh, next week? Yeah, let's take a look-see. Let's have a look. See what's coming up. Huh? What's, a, what's a better... Is that better? No, that's worse for me. That's worse for you? Okay. Are we doing this live or are we pausing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We're doing okay. Live. Uh, Marvel Comics is not great. No, uh, we got Avengers, Captain America, Conan. We got your Conan, Deadpool, Fallen Doctor Angels, Strange. which has a good cover, but it's not very good. What number Doctor Strange is that? What number Doctor Strange? Yeah. Number two. That could be okay, maybe. Should we try it? Uh, maybe. Okay. We'll keep it in the maybes. We'll think about it. Jessica Jones Blind Spot number oh, two yeah. comes out. Yeah. Nice. yeah, all right. That's it. That's it, baby. I'm so that. That's Marvel. No, I'm just kidding. There's probably some more. Spider Ham uh, number two comes out next week. Oh, nice. <laughs> we don't pull that. The Rise of Kylo Ren. Miss <laughs> Marvel number seven. Ah, damn. We stopped pulling that, didn't Fuck, we? Fuck, we did. We should pull it. We should pull it. Ooh, Immortal Hulk number 30. Nice. Okay. We should pull Miss Marvel. Yeah, let's, uh, I'll grab Miss Marvel. I'll grab Miss yeah. Marvel up next week. Okay. Oh, what's X Men? X Force. We need to pull X Force. Okay, so that's four Marvel books and X Men number five. That's five Marvel books. Woo! All right, let's hope DC. Okay, Avatar yeah. is up next. We don't need any of this. Scroll right on past Anna. Oh, and Dynamite is up next. There's only one good cover here, and that's we this. don't pull any Dynamite. Yeah, do but we? this is very good Vengeance of Vampire. Just horny cover. shit, dude. Tell me that's not a good cover though. It is a good cover, I guess. But it's come just, on, it's pinupy, but it's good. It's horny. It's yeah, too I'm, horny. It's not that horny. You're horny. It's too horny. It's too horny. What else do we got? We got here. This is Dan's kind of cover. Batman Beyond. No, this is the one. You want? You want this? <laughs> okay, look at all those. That vi- is a good cover. I guess. Are you I serious? This cover sucks. 
His face looks fucked. Yeah, this cover sucks. It's so veiny. The only veins it's missing is his cock veins. Yeah, if you're they right. would, if he they is would've, way too veiny. If they would have driven drawn cock veins on that, it would have been amazing. Action comics. We don't pull that anymore. We don't, sadly. Justice League Dark, number 19. Okay. Oh, yeah. Justice League Dark. It's one shadow of Batgirl. We're not gonna. Play. I think that's a graphic, a graphic novel. novel. Yep. Oh wow, yeah. DC is very empty next week. Terrific. Good. Terrifics number twenty four. We haven't pulled that. In a no, while. I haven't pulled that. So it's gonna be what? Justice League Dark. Yeah, that's it. What's that? Birds of Prey. Is that a collection? This might be a uh... murder and mystery. Yeah, that's a collection. Yeah, Gail Simone. Yeah. That'd back. be fun. I mean, I'm sure it was good. Oh, yeah. Shit. I have to click back. But yeah, I think that's it. Well, I mean, we got Antarctic Press to go through, <laughs> IDW. We got some. Look at that Kylo Ren cover. Hold on. We got Image, though. The- Ice Cream Man. Ooh, Monstrous. I wish we read Monstrous. Should we start? We read the first uh, volume. Volume, yeah. 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 Do you- should we start just pulling the issue? I'd be down. Okay, ice I cre- loved the first volume. Ice Cream Man is incredible. I know you don't is know. Is it? Yes. Yes. It looks like everything you hate. No, it's very good. It looks like gritty, like serial killer shit. It's it's like, so the Ice Cream Man, he he is a ice cream man who <laughs> delivers ice cream and whoever eats his ice cream suffers some horrible thing, right? Okay. But it's very good. It's, well, right. it's well done. Ooh, also Sex Criminals number 26 is coming out. Sex Criminals. Oh, shit. Do you not know what Sex Criminals is? No. Okay, so Sex Criminals is Chip Zdarsky, I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit. Oh, this is Matt Fraction writing it. Yeah, color- it's not Chip Zdarsky. No, Chip Zdarsky bro. used to write it. I'm dead ass serious. Weird. So, So Matt Fraction is writing this now. So basically, Sex Criminals is a, uh, is a story about two people who find out that they can stop time whenever they both come. Oh, okay. So then they rob banks, right? Because time has stopped. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they become sex. It's, I heard it's very good. I don't know. We should check it out. Maybe. 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 And I feel like we should check. Uh, is Archie Comics. Uh, that's the last thing, maybe. Yeah. Boom Studios, Dark Horse, Valiant, Vault. Vault? I feel like we were reading a vault for a while. Were we? I don't I feel think like so, we, man. I feel like we were. I think we were. Invader Zim. No Archie, huh? Guess not. We're Maybe Kitty Keen, right? Kitty Keen? No? Archie? Archie Comics is one issue. World of Archie Jumbo Comics. So <laughs> No, not, not it. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we got some stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember any of it. Me neither. We should have written it down. Mostly Marvel. Hey, you know what, Dan? I think the last, the way that we usually do it is better. Because it's written down. Yeah. but I'm, And it's not less like... <sighs> Uh, uh, yeah. awkward scrolling noises I hey but we right. tried something we tried we something tried, new we tried, something, we tried new. something new doing it live on air and it didn't work you know <laughs> we did the thing that we usually do and we just uh, decided to do the easiest uh, thing path possible that was it yeah that was it yeah and that was it yeah ladies and gentlemen yeah. of this particular yeah. issue of craft yeah. comics thank you yeah. so much for being out there, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we want you to know several things. One, that we value your time and that we value who you are as human beings. Yes. Also, we value how wonderful that you look tonight. That's true. Dan, is there something that you want to say? I value that I want you to have a great day.
Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen.